And let's do it in three, two, two. number one. <laughs> and pop! Pop yeah. goes the weasel. Episode 17, we're almost legal. Go ahead, JR. Hey, what is up, everyone? How, how's, y'all, how's y'all Sundays? For us, how y'all doing today? Uh, man, I'm just, I feel great this weekend. Dude, how are you feeling, man? I am, well, let, let's put it this way. This is my second acai energy drink of the day. Uh-huh. Um, so, and you, anyone who knows me knows I'm a naturally energetic person but i am physically exhausted um i actually have been off of work the last two days not recording this on a sunday i didn't work saturday i was off thursday and friday um but i was playing in a golf tournament with my father uh the last couple days and uh i was out watching my brother play today um Mm -hmm. was he didn't win we didn't win um but (laughs) it was a lot of fun um, a lot of money raised to the Boys and Girls Club, so that's the important part. Um, so congratulations to anyone and everyone who participated in the golf tournament yep. this weekend. It's the 55th annual, what they call it, the 55th annual Southwestern Growers, and it was a it's a group of men and, uh, and women who have gotten together over the, over the last half century um, representing the growers community in our valley, which people don't know a large portion of the Coachella Valley is agriculture. And uh, they put put on this golf tournament, and they decided uh, a while back that they wanted the benefits of this golf tournament to go towards the boys and girls club. So, mm-hmm. um, hey, I thought it was any time we can you can uh, support a well worth charity organization like the Boys and Girls Club of America, um, most specifically the Boys and Girls Club yep. of the Coachella Valley. It's a great success. But yep. I digress. Yeah, absolutely. That was a interesting intro to get into, guys. But just saying, like just just saying that it's been a great week for both of us here. Oh, I'm super fuzzy now that's what i looked like yesterday <laughs> but yeah uh just welcome guys welcome to uh, this is our podcast ps comics i love you i'm just one of your hosts jared kubakun aka the dark king and to my left is the one and only kevin pillow aka the voice of reason at voice of reason 23 on all social media platforms facebook instagram and twitter which brings me to my first point of the day. We are inching ever so closer uh-huh. to legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, as always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Palms. Oh, sorry, at PS Comics. I love, I love you. you. Yep. All all one word on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter. It's PS Comics. I love you. The letter U. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find us by searching us on almost all major podcast platforms including uh anchor.fm mm-hmm. uh, spotify apple podcast google podcast um i heart, ra- I heart I radio i heart radio app and not yet not ready to announce it but there's a possibility of yet another massive like a i mean just like a a, 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 a platform a trillion times more massive than anything else we've done so far. So working on it, working <laughs> on it, nothing yet to announce yet, but the one step towards legitimacy, legitimacy, we have an email address. You can email us now. PS comics. I love you at gmail.com. Of course, because we have no budget. So therefore we go with what's free. Uh, so yeah, hit us up at uh, PS comics. I love you at gmail.com. And yes, we are going to eventually work towards a um, mm-hmm. an actual 
a dedicated platform, video platform on YouTube where yep. it's just our videos. For right now, we are adding them to my uh, uh, YouTube Personal. platform just because though there wasn't many, there was uh, a few people already on the platform. And so we're working towards a hundred uh, subscribers, if not more. Uh, and of course, um, I'm going to uh, work on a, a lot of things um, to offer you, the, the, the listeners, people that have supported us from day one, to um, if, if you can help us get to that, uh, that great milestone. That, that great milestone um, yeah, I would like to absolutely thank one uh, first and foremost, Kevin here, just, just behind the okay. scenes stuff, guys. He's, he does an amazing job just trying to, you know, put every, just put us in every place guys and just trying to make our voices be heard throughout all the platforms. we're really trying to get that level of legitimacy just to say hey we're here we're trying we're you're very we're a very nerdy comic book podcast to talk about a lot of pop culture stuff guys <clears throat> and we definitely really want to go head first into this thing guys we definitely want to just continue to bring you guys just a bunch of news a bunch of our thoughts and opinions about you know just the combo culture today as well as pop culture today guys i'm very very happy to kind of segue into our into um our main topics here today i'm very very happy because one i'm a, first foremost too before before i was a comic nerd i was a video game nerd and uh our video game podcast is a video game podcast today guys and i'm very happy well actually uh, that's my main one my second one is that i finally got an email my gym is finally opening up soon I'm in a tank top. I haven't worked out in like however I don't know how long, dude. So I got my I got my my guns out right now. And Suns so out, I, guns I, out. It, it is I, a glorious day today. <laughs> I will say this: the only communication that I have gotten from my gym is a notice saying, "Do you want to sue yours because they're filed for bankruptcy?" So um, yeah, uh, shout out to uh, you know what? Shout out to to uh, um, and I'm not I'm not throwing shade. Because they've treated me well, they've treated my family well. I think it was a good price for the gym, and I hope they bounce back and, and, and come out of this. And I think that's why play, things like bankruptcy protection is available in our country, so nope. they can protect themselves to come out of the the problems that they're having. And that is twenty four hour fitness. Mm. I know it's a big corporation. I know some people go like they got millions of dollars in the bank. They can they can hold out during COVID. When you rely mm. on a a subscription structure of mm -hmm. people coming to you to use your equipment and you're being told that you can't do that i don't care how much money you have in the bank those things in the mail called bills they keep coming just because yeah. the checks ain't coming in yeah. so um I, yeah and also i don't know specifically i know you this is a huge tangent even though it's a yeah, yeah sorry now. this is our thing anyway this this is this we chase is rabbits dude this is not this is on brand for us but like i don't know about your gym but i know for my gym particularly it's fr it's a franchise and so even though uh, my gym is World Gym, right, in Palm Desert, and even though, you know, it, World Gym is pretty well known around the country, mine specifically is a franchise. So that means is that a single owner owns it, or at this yeah. point, maybe two owners, right? And so they put in their own money, they put in their own things. The only thing they have is the name and the and the legitimacy of being a, you know, being a well-renowned, a well-known yeah. gym. But absolutely, like, these guys have been out of work, basically, for the last three four months you know they, they reopened once they had closed down because of more strict guidelines due to california and then it's been about three months since then and i and i you know give credit to a lot of them because one they you know they still kept the, they still kept a good portion of their of their of their, um, their cast of their employees there and i i just miss the gym i i honestly just miss the gym and i can't and I, do, I, I do too i've I just, been going there for like nine ten years man i yeah, miss it, it 
I started up, that was my big goal about two, three years ago was I wanted mm -hmm. to, um, you know, I didn't want to be that stereotype. I didn't want to be that fat, nerdy uh, guy who reads comic books and plays Dungeons and Dragons in his basement playing, eating Funyuns, listening to Led Zeppelin and drinking Mountain Dew. I don't have a basement. I did uh, have a man cave. I gave it up. Uh, my kids have it um, for their playroom. It's going to quickly become the new PS Comics I Love You studio. But um, anyways, no, um, I do. I miss my gym too. I miss doing things like yoga uh, mm. and, and, and weight training and cardio and all that stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, let's, again, heroes wear a mask. Get out. If you're going to have, you have to go out, wear a damn mask. Um, mm -hmm. I know I was wearing a mask almost all, all weekend long and, uh, the people that I was hanging out with, I, you know, they're the type of people that I know for the last six months have been going to work, going home and maybe playing golf. And that's about it. And they're not out there socializing, uh, in mass quantities. Um, we wore the mask when we were in close proximity. Um, when, you know, I was, I was playing golf with my dad, so I trust him. He's not going anywhere. He's a, uh, uh um, Oh, what's it called? A, a, a um, immunocompromised. Mm. So, uh, you know, we were just kind of hanging out by ourselves. And then when it was done, boom, we were done. But nonetheless, um, a little bit of a video game slash health tie-in to the geek culture. Um, I want to throw this in there kind of in the quick notes. So this kind yeah. of goes in with, I'll tie, uh, throw it over to you with the, the, the big headline from this past week. Yeah. But I want to throw this in there because it's a half- um, this is a half health, half kind of video game pop culture. And that is another thing that happened this past week. Uh, not only was the Xbox announcement, the PlayStation announcement, uh, another Nintendo direct, mm -hmm. um, big stuff coming from, uh, video games and whatnot, which by the way, it is community day going after that mm -hmm. shiny Porygon and Pokemon go. Um, but the big announcement was from Apple computers or app, just Apple incorporated. And that mm -hmm. was, uh, they had their big, huge announcement this past week about the new iPad and the Apple watch, big thing towards, um, health and stuff like that. I like what they're doing with the health side of the things, but where this ties in with fitness and video games is they announced a universal subscriptions, uh, uh, platform, uh, which includes their brand new Apple fitness plus, which is kind of like a, um, for those of you who are familiar with 24 hour fitness, they have what's called 24 hour fit, uh, 24 hour to go, which is a lot of in home video kind of do it yourself, uh, videos. But then there you have things like, uh, Peloton that have, uh, different video on demand kind of, uh, platforms and stuff like that. Well, what Apple fitness plus is, is kind of a combination of both. It's at home fitness subscription videos coming out for about about 10 bucks a month. They're going to, they're going to hopefully have it out by the end of the year. At the same time, they announced a bundle package and this is where it ties into video games is Apple who has desperately been trying to push their Apple yes, TV hardware, the little hockey puck looking thing. That's kind of mm -hmm. like a Roku. They've been trying to get into a quote console gaming, but not without going to like at the level of an Xbox or a PlayStation five, uh, PlayStation five. And that is um, bringing the app games that we're used to playing on our phones and iPads to a more console level uh, Im immersion. And that mm -hmm. is bringing it to the Apple TV. And with that, they created Apple Arcade about a year ago. It never really caught on. So what they've now done is they've thrown that into a bundle package with things like uh, their fitness, iCloud, storage, yada, 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 for about 30 bucks a month. So you're basically, hey, 
most Apple users, if you're using this, you're going to get, for a couple bucks more, you're going to get this, 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 and this. So yeah. I hope that this push people go like, oh, okay, for a couple bucks, I'll do Apple Arcade and play my, you know, what is it called? Cut the Rope or Happy Birds or whatever yeah. it's called. And maybe it will push them. And maybe, because we are seeing, uh, there were some games that they have uh, unveiled, Jer, on the, uh, the, 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 the keynote this past week that are tepi- taking a step forward towards legitimate platform, uh, legitimate console-level games. Uh, there was a very Gears of War-style game that they announced for the iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the graphics aren't there as the same level as the PlayStation and the Xbox like we'll get into, but I just wanted to throw that out there that Apple's trying. They're yeah. not going to be where Sony and, and Microsoft are, but they're, they're trying. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I always knew that Apple had their own market for something. For yeah, totally yeah. different. Like they, they have their own market and everything. They're not trying to, especially uh, even with their Apple TV, they're not trying to be the new CBS. They're not trying to be, no. you know, HBO, but they have been making HBO type shows. Oh, yeah. And, but it's, it's different type of medium for them. And so absolutely, like the one thing that uh, they're not trying to be PlayStation or Microsoft, because they can make way more than them by just doing these app games. It's it's been historically known, like it, it's hit and miss absolutely with all these ha- with all these app games, man. But if one if the one app game hits, it hits. And the one game that they probably won't have on their new platform, uh, that would be Fortnite. Just putting that out there. Yeah, <laughs> they don't they don't <laughs> pissed Epic off, and Epic don't oh, piss them off. Yeah, yeah, guys. Well, so other quick news. I have one. Start, I have actually one good news and one very, uh, very um, tragic and heart and heartfelt news. Uh, but yeah, um, to, uh, for those who are definitely are in the know or who don't know, they finally casted She-Hulk for the new uh, for this the new Disney su- Plus. This was surprising. Yeah, I was I was surprised too. Tatiana Mel's I I, I can't, I'm a I'm a butcher name. I apologize. Maslani. 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 Yeah, she's Canadian. Sounds actress. cool. Yeah, uh, she's gonna be Jennifer. She's gonna be Jennifer. She's gonna be She-Hulk, and she was the original Orphan Black star. She was in a couple other things as well, but uh, once the one she was mainly known for was Orphan Black. Orphan Black, and, yeah, that's what I was called. Okay. Yeah, man, and so that's that's pretty cool. I'm like, hey, um, they got they got they got Jen. They got She-Hulk. Now, what my main question is that are they gonna feature the more I guess uh, classical She-Hulk? Like, like you know, your seven, your eighties, seventies, even nine, or even like early two thousands, right? Early two thousands to two thousand tens, She Hulk. Or are they gonna introduce more of the 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 She Hulk pre or post uh, Civil War two? Because post Civil War two, she became more of like Hulk Hulk. You know, she. It, it sounds like from when Kevin Feige announced it um, uh, back at D twenty three, which I think was last about, about August of last year, was. He very much made it be known. His comment was, everyone's favorite lawyer, Hulk. Mm. So I think that there is very much, he wants to play the legitimacy of Jennifer Walters, have her an opportunity to stand on her own as Mm. a character, as a very successful lawyer, and Mm. the Hulk. I just don't know if it's going to be Jennifer Walters, the lawyer, and then Hulk smash, or do they do that kind of, Professor Hulk esque because we do know that in the comic books, yeah. She Hulk is always kind of She Hulk even in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's that. That's the thing I was talking about. He was like, um, well, also which which level of She Hulk too? Because if um, for those who don't know, the his uh the ones that the people that the She Hulk that people usually remember, right? Even those uh that for those specifically that don't you know really peruse too heavily into comics is that she uh, she was Deadpool before Deadpool. 
she broke the fourth wall constantly. That's, I did. I you know I, I didn't know that until just recently when when mm-hmm. uh, um when they were getting closer and closer. By the way, uh, I, I do have to send a shout out that I think this was a a very methodically mm-hmm. uh, planned out casting because they had another name that they easily could have just pulled the trigger and had a astronomically huge name attached to Jennifer Walters, and that was Allison Brie. I mean, we were talking close to having Allison Brie as Jennifer Walters. She wanted it bad. And I could, I, I could definitely see Allison. Her yeah. dead, but it's just that her deadpan. I, I'm not gonna. I love her deadpan humor, but I. It's almost I, too good. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. And but I, I don't know if she. I'm not. I'm not calling her acting chops into question. Just more so, like, will we see She Hulk or will we see Allison be Allison Brie trying to be She Hulk? And I think that's I mean, probably where they're like, you're a phenomenal actress. You're a yeah. huge name. I mean, you're an A-list name. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. She's an A-list name. By the way, if anybody hasn't seen Glow, go watch that show. I I will throw myself on the bus. I didn't completely finish the show, and mm-hmm. I'm a huge wrestling fan. The yeah. show is phenomenal. There has been TV shows and movies that have never really done the wrestling business justice. Yeah. Glow is damn close to it. And mm-hmm. a lot of credit goes to um, guys like Mark Marin and Chavo Guerrero Jr. who were on-set producers for the show. But again, I don't know we we chase rabbits, but Gallison Bree's a good actress. Yeah. I actually like this. When I saw Tatiana's uh, resume and just her look and kind of her style, yeah, I think it fits good. And I think what JR was talking about, yeah, the post Civil War II is uh, when they had, I think they when they had the uh, yeah. trial of Maria Hill, which yeah. was part of the uh, Secret Empire when um, uh, well, no, because Maria Hill, that was, yeah, kind of pre-Secret Empire um, mm-hmm. was because she was in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. during Pleasant, was it Pleasant Hill? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not that, I'm talking about the, when, um, it was during Civil War, it was during Civil War too, and, um, and Thanos came about, right? And Thanos killed Rhodey, and, yeah, spoiler, that's great. That's Thanos great. killed Rhodey, and then he, he basically mentally damaged, she, she, she mentally damaged. Oh, that's right, because they yeah, were then, involved, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they were involved, and so there, because there were part of the, uh, there was an Avengers tie-in, right, that would go into, Civil War Two because um, during um, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one of those holes again the 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 no, the, the Inhumans character right uh, he predicted that that was gonna come to gonna come to Earth he did and uh, but they were ready for him except that you know he killed Rhodey and he just incapacitated Jennifer and when Jennifer came to she wasn't the Jennifer that most people knew she was severely mentally damaged and she yeah, she right. was she was scarred and she was emotionally she was she had huge PTSD and she actually became she became more of her her cousin Bruce Banner in that sense so we're like she when she, she when she turns the Hulk she can't control her rage anymore that's so right. she was more so Hulk and so, that's what spurned her new that's right that yeah. spawn the spawn off the new yeah. line because they uh, she Hulk got a brand new run shortly yeah. thereafter that's right that's right you're right, you're right. Was, she looked she looked way more uh she she wasn't full on Hulk but she she looked like uh she looked a lot like you know those um those um Body lifting women, where they would go to to Mr. Olympia, well, to Olympia, yeah, right? To, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, yeah, the 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 ones in Las Vegas, right? Where they try to do, where they try to be IFBB. I mean, like I'm a workout, I work out, and I know these terms, but I can't remember right now. No, but, yeah. it's and, and to point back, I'm, I was thinking of Aubrey Plaza, not not Brie, uh, not Brie. When I talked about um deadpan humor, I thought of oh, Aubrey no, Plaza. But, but see, no, yeah. but 
and, and she's the worst at it. And that actually drives me nuts. <laughs> I want to like her. Aubrey Plaza? But, yeah. But she oh drives gosh. me nuts with that because like, when, like what it. really like I find, like I find humor because it's kind of like she calls out some of these guys, oh, but at the same time, it's just like, Oh God. Okay. And, okay. It's you, going on. You, yeah. You, you killed the joke is like her interaction with people like, um, Conan O'Brien with mm-hmm. Dak, even with as far back as David Letterman, when, when he was still around, she was, she pushed their buttons and to the point where like, um, are we going to yeah. get an interview out of you? Yeah, was and, an actor not, and so and so. But Alison Brie can be like that. Yeah, uh, and uh, for Robert Hollis, like she's done, uh, she's still the same in a sense, but like she's way more, you know. Yeah. I guess comfortable. I guess I don't know if that was actually her being having uh, social anxiety or whatever, but yeah, it's her being. It's her being comedian. But yeah, I'm 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 glad that you know they finally cast Tatiana, and I do know that supposedly that um that um uh what's his name that plays Mark the, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is going to be in there for a little yes, bit too. Yes, I was literally you and I were thinking the same thing. That's what makes me think that you are probably going to see maybe a little prequel. How did she become the Hulk? How did she get the the gamma poison? Yada yada yada. I, I'll be honest, I don't know too much of Jennifer Walters' um, backstory and how she became exposed mm-hmm. to the quote banner serum or whatever. Um, but origin stories are weird, bro. I know. But um, I do know that from what I've talked, what I've read online, and what I've talked to people that um, are kind of familiar with um, Marvel Studios and stuff, and what they have planned. I have some friends that that, that work for Disney and some and some uh, and some people that work like in the Comic Con industry and stuff like that. And what they have heard is that um, they do want to te- they do want to play on her as a human form, no green, yada, 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 as a lawyer, possibly could be the lawyer that Peter Parker might end up getting. But I think with Spider-Man being pushed and a lot of other projects being pushed, 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 if you notice, people haven't been paying attention to this. Disney has quietly put, shifted their schedule out a little bit more. I believe by this time next year, Marvel Studios will have full creative control back of the, quote, Defenders characters. So um, there is talk that we've said this before in previous episodes that Danny Rand could make his reboot debut in Mm. uh, um, Shang-Chi. And there's talk that Charlie Cox, his version of Matthew Murdock, could be the lawyer that Peter Parker needs. Because as everyone says, it's, it's no secret that Peter Parker, now that he has been exposed as a... Um, as a uh, someone who would need to register for the Cobia, uh, Sokovia Accords, mm-hmm. even if those are still things, um, he's going to need a lawyer. So there's been a battle between who's going to represent, what big lawyer is going to represent Peter Parker. Is it going to be Ma- Matthew Murdoch? Is it going to be Jennifer Walters? We don't know yet. But it has been said, like like Jared said, that um, uh, Bruce Banner, uh, Mark, Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner will be in the show as Professor Hulk, which lead us to go her which lead us to believe that Professor Hulk would go like, Hey Jen, cousin, why don't we do this and get you under control where you're both the Hulk and Yeah. So I mean yeah, she oh that was just a crazy um um just my last thoughts on it. That's just I'm I'm wondering where they go or which Hulk they choose in a sense. I'm hoping it's that very much that very sassy, very, very empowered yes. Hulk because that well, you know that is a great sign to have. Like, that's hell yeah. That's 
I would say the She-Hulk that we see, that we should see, was the um, the Captain Marvel that we saw, you know, during the movies. Like yeah, very sassy. Very very sassy. Like I, when I when I picture when I saw when I saw uh, Captain Marvel for the um, you know in movies, right? I'm thinking like she could be Jennifer Walters, she could be She-Hulk, right? And like because that's the type of sass that like Jennifer always had. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, cool. But yeah, um, and so just on, a, I don't want to end this on a sour note, but then for me, I I, I didn't put the notes yet, but then of course you know. The recent passing of one of the one of the giants, man, Justice <clears throat> Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. She passed uh, she passed away this weekend. This week, guys, and uh, yeah, fr- Friday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, yeah, this Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, this Friday afternoon. And she was she was a monster, dude. She was a monster in uh, injustice. She she uh, just as small notes on it. She really pushed a lot for women for for women equality for just. Uh, for just uh, laws against laws against discrimination, and um, you know, just helping you know continue to basically have just gender equality, and she will be deeply missed, specifically by a lot of minorities, by people, by by a lot of women, um, and yeah, I hats off to her. I know this is not necessarily a, a good place to do it, so because we're more so just a, com- a comic book podcast. But for me, I know for me personally, I have to at least give my my nod to. Lady Ruth Bader Ginsburg, aka Kiki, aka, aka, um, what's her other name? I know the notorious, notorious, the notorious RBG. RG, RBG. There you go. I will say this: my note on 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 Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, is I, I've always been a fan. I don't care what side of the aisle uh, you you preach from um, mm-hmm. or, or vote from or whatever. Um, a, a leader is a leader. A death is a death. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she was, was a a big part of the uh the 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 triforce as you will that is our mm-hmm. federal government the federal the executive and the legislative and she was very much part of the i'm sorry the uh, the the judicial i said federal but a yeah. judicial part of our our kind of our the tri- triangle of our federal government mm-hmm. and a uh, huge part of it she's a big part of pop culture she had a, a hugely successful and popular uh, um documentary about her which has been skyrocketed back up the charts i believe it's available on netflix but i know itunes it went to like number one overnight um but yeah huge part of it but i will i will say this is uh the thing i have a hard time with 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 miss ginsburg is that she was a a person uh, what, what she did as a lawyer phenomenal what she did to uphold the 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 law uh uh as a judge phenomenal um and i will do that she was a great leader she was a great um a a a, um with um that's the word i'm looking for uh supporter of the constitution and uh, i just i don't know i guess i've had some back and forth about how i feel about her successes i know Mm. i I know what she accomplished um and, and how what it means but it's like uh, I have a hard time when judges, I don't care who they are, uh, when judges are mm, celebritized, celebritized, I guess you could say, because mm. th- their job is black and white. Mm. Simple as that. It's black and white. It's the law. Yeah. It's not mm. the law. And But what she did as a lawyer was mm. amazing. She went there and fought, like JR said, for multiple civil uh civil liberties um what she did as a as a uh as a, a, a the highest of high 
judges in our land since being appointed by President Clinton 27 years ago um, is that she upheld, no, this is what our forefathers meant for our country, so therefore that law is either constitutional or unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. She was pretty black and white. I guess I just, there's certain people that are trying to celebritize her a bit too mm-hmm. much right now and just go like, no, it's not what she was all about. You got to really pay attention to what she, I, I definitely encourage everyone just like I did with, um, and I can, God, I can, I hate myself for forgetting his name. The, 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 uh, Congressman that passed away. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and he was again, kind of heavily celebritized. And mm-hmm. I said, do your research, do, do get down and dirty. And I did, you know, I get, I said, uh, not, not getting into politics too much. I read about him and said, okay, cool. I did my, I did my research. I didn't just go like blanket like, or dislike <laughs> the guy I actually did my research on, on, on it. And maybe there's some things I agreed, some things I didn't agree with. Same thing with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm like, yeah, I think you missed the boat on that, but there's a lot of things that she did. My wife and I had a great conversation about her last night. And, mm-hmm. uh, again, I would say sorely missed. And I think that there's a lot of things case in point. We wouldn't yeah. be talking about Jennifer Walters. We wouldn't be talking about, uh, uh um, uh, uh, Captain Marvel. We wouldn't be talking. Um, oh my gosh, completely drew a blank on her alter ego. Um, Carol, Carol Danvers. Yeah. We wouldn't talk about. We wouldn't get a. I really don't think we would get a Black Widow movie whenever we're going to get it. Um, mm-hmm. We wouldn't get a Miss Marvel Kamala Khan TV show whenever we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, without her getting pushing for what we've accomplished over the last twenty-seven years in equal rights for for women and for minorities. So, hats off on that on that point. But. Um, again, sorry to, to end on a, on a, on a sad note, uh, to move on to other things. Uh, I had actually something else to try to bring it back up, but I forgot. No, no, no. I actually had it. You are right, just in my last note specifically on it. Go on, right ahead, on, sir. On Ruth, on Ruth is that absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, without getting too political as well, I, and not to, not to, um, uh, and not to downplay what you said, but more so it's like uh, for judges, for judges today specifically, I don't think it can be black and white anymore. I think there is a lot of more gray line now. And she was definitely, uh, she was definitely the, that, uh, that justice world that really looked in the black you know, on, on in the gray line, because I, I feel the, the thing that we're missing nowadays in state society is that of like, we have to look at both sides and we have to look at the middle and like, we have to figure out why we act the way we act. And she was definitely a proponent in that where she really did, where she, um, you know, she was there during a time where people still thought that women should still be indoors and not really working jobs. And she pushed for, no, you can, you can have kids and work too for, for women. She was one, she was one of the very ones that pushed it. And she was one, she was very, the first one to very surely make statements say, no, this is going to be in here online because you can be a woman and you can have kids and you could get, and you have a job, full-time job as well. And my last note on that is that we need more people like that. Just, just to really, like what like what Kevin says to look at everything to look at the details to look at both sides of the store of the same picture and notice and really notice what the intricacies of any situation may be and that's with everything guys and that's as most that is most political as we'll get this uh this podcast because the next news is is that finally Henry Cavill is back to play three more appearances as Superman he signed that deal the 17th I think Possibly. Yeah, the the news that I'm reading here, and I was trying to find something. Um, this was 
the story I read was from about 12 hours ago, but it, it looks like at some point this week, um, that, uh, um, that, yeah, he signed some kind of deal. Yeah. Three appearances. Um, I'm, I'm happy for it, man. I, I enjoyed him as Superman. I, I said it off, uh, I said off stream or off podcast is that, uh, the Superman that we got from Henry was which wasn't Superman that he was best to be portrayed as we got the, we got the new fifty two Superman with Henry Cavill. I I for me I feel like he should have been the post crisis Superman, which was the ones that which is the Superman that I grew up with, and so that I I'm hoping we see more of that Superman because just that that freaking smile he has, man. That smile just, he has just carries. There is talk that I'm looking at some of the things that one of the reasons they brought Henry Cavill back is they want to have a very familiar Superman involved uh, still in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Um, and that looks like they want him to be a part of Black Adam in that part of the DCEU. So do we see uh, the one of the founders of the Justice League possibly join the uh, the other one? What's the, Not the Justice League. What's the other group called? Uh, you talking Black. about... Just like Dark? No, 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 Black, Black Adam's group. Oh, I forgot. But that's um the which I know Superman was never a part of in the books, as yeah. far as I know. But um, I'm just looking forward to possibly if we get an appearance with Superman and the with the Henry Cavill and the Rock in one scene, a possible fight. I'm like, <clears throat> give me everything. I do not care. I want The Witcher to go against my to go against one of my you know childhood idols. Absolutely, man. All right, not to deviate too much further because we have a lot to talk about when it comes to video games, but other good news um, coming from, uh, well, good news slash bad news coming out of the way of comic books this this earlier this week. Um, The long rumored, not even rumored, can we even call it a rumor? It was the inevitable happened. What's up? The DC Universe finally died. The long standing. Oh yeah. Never caught on um yeah. streaming service from DC Comics finally yep. officially kicked the bucket on Friday when uh, AT&T the parent company of Warner Brothers which owns mm-hmm. owns DC Comics announced that DC Comics and all of its video streaming content would switch all over to HBO Max which makes perfect sense since most of the stuff Absolutely. was already over there and mm-hmm. that DC Universe as a streaming service, was dead. However, in good news, for those of you who have always wanted to know what the inside of Detective Comics number 27, which, by the way, this past week we celebrated the 1,000th appearance of Batman in Detective Comics. Detective Comics number 27, uh, the first appearance of Bruce Wayne slash Batman, could it be available to you along with 24,000 other DC comic-related titles? On January 21st, 2021, when DC Universe Infinite is launched, the new subscription service from DC Comics, which is similar to Marvel Comics Unlimited, which basically a one per month or one year flat subscription um, fee is paid. You get access to everything that DC Comics has to available that they have digitized so far without having to pay a per issue uh, fee, which is what they currently do through Comixology. Uh, Marvel does the same thing. They just recently ended their own in-house digital digital comic um, buying. So, like, if you if you wanted to buy a Marvel comic the day it came out, you paid two ninety nine. You went to Marvel.com. They stopped doing that. They joined Comixology. So, Comixology now sells 
a per issue uh, sale, so to speak, of all major comic books across all the publishers, including DC and Marvel. Mm. However, Marvel Unlimited and D what will inevitably inevitably be DC Comics um, DC Comics uh, DC Universe Un Infinite. God, it's so stupid the name, but anyways, DC Universe in Infinite. Well, basically, you pay once per year or a per month subscription, and you get infinite access to all of the books that are available digitized in their platform. So if you choose not to be a weekly pull, uh, pull list subscriber at your local comic book store or buy off the rack, or if you don't want to buy uh, per issue from Comixology, within seven weeks, as from what I heard, from within seven weeks of the release of that book, it will be available on DC Universe infinite so same thing goes for marvel unlimited which by the way marvel uh, unlimited is a very cool uh book because you get to go back and have unlimited access to shoot almost 100 years worth of marvel and uh um timely comics so pretty mm -hmm. cool but yeah the streaming service is gone everything has switched over to hbo max other good news before we make the switch over to the video games coming out of this deal something got renewed for season three Harley Quinn, oh. the animated series, officially got a third season. And a lot of people are saying that it's because of James Gunn. James Gunn, who is the director of Suicide Squad, went on a social media rant the last uh, couple of weeks. Actually, since almost since his Suicide Squad trailer uh, was released during DC Fandom uh, back in the summertime. Yep. He's been saying, pounding the pavement for HBO Max, saying, number one, take Harley Quinn put it on HBO max. Number two, please renew it for a season three. And, uh, it did. So Bravo, Mr. Gunn, once again, making Gotta fans happy. You made oh, a great yeah. guardians movie. Looks like yep. you made a pretty good suicide squad movie. And you got a comic book based adult, uh, cartoon renewed for a third season. So end of my rant. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to rant though, but yeah, guys. Okay. To segue now into our main topics here. Ooh, we made it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, there was actually two events that happened in the past week or so. The first one actually, well, actually, yeah, we'll go with, we'll go with this, technically the second one that happened throughout the week, right? But then, so, um, as you guys have known, I'm actually more so of a Sony fan here. I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not a huge fanboy as I was with my teen years, but, you know, I'm still close heart, you know, Sony. I grew up with Sony PlayStation controller in my hand. So, but before that, Nintendo Direct actually happened. And that it was actually more so like, it's like a, I guess you could say a smaller snippet version of it. And it's, the showcase actually happened September 17th. And for me, the main notes on it was that they showed a lot of Monster Hunter and a lot of new monsters are Monster Hunter um, um, adaptations, not adaptations, but like newer releases per se. But the first one actually that which was that intrigued me is that Ori and the Will of the Wisps finally released again, re-released, and that it re-released re that day. And so that's cool. I, I played Ori the I played um Ori the Will of the Wisps on my cousin's house. My cousin's an Xbox. I played that there, and it's actually a really beautiful game. And hey, Nintendo has it. I do recommend it. It's a great game. Yeah, it's it's. I can't say. I don't want to say kid friendly because there are some darker themes in it, but it's a beautiful game. Absolutely beautiful game. Definitely, definitely one to definitely. Uh, it's a definitely um, a must-have for those you know who are into the more arts type of form and more storytelling. Well, even though, uh, yeah, I guess you could say storytelling. It's good. Oh, you had a, you had a point. Yeah, uh, I was a... going to say. Um, be, I, I just I have to hand it to Nintendo and its developers 
you know, yeah, people complain about the Switch. Like, oh, where's... All you got is Minecraft and Fortnite. I'm like, well, we also have Mario Brothers and and uh, um, and Zelda. There's a really funny video. I have to find it and send it to you, Jr. Of yeah. there's an old skit that uh, Keenan and Pell was it? No, Keenan Pell did. Is that his name? The uh, Comedy Central guy. Uh, uh, um, yeah, Keenan Pell, right? Yeah, Keenan. Yeah, Peel. Um, Keen. And they they did a uh, spoof. Um, one of them played Barack Obama. And he was going around and he was hugging it out with some people. And then when he got to, let's call it what it is. I've seen it. I've seen it. Non-black. He was like, hi, nice to meet you. Well, someone took that and put over Barack's, the the Barack impersonator, put um, Nintendo. And it was like hugging it out with like Zelda, Mario Odyssey. And then it would say like, like, Orion will nice to meet you. Um, yeah. Monsters, Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> but then it was like, oh, um, yeah, Fortnite. Oh, what's up? And it was just like, it was yeah. basically saying Nintendo knows where their head rests at night. They know yeah. that their money is with um, it's it, Nintendo I mean, like, properties. Yeah, I mean, or, I mean, you can't. I know what I'm getting when I have. When I have when I buy a Nintendo, yeah, uh, a Nintendo um, console, right? Like, it's it's got. I buy it for Mario. I buy it for Zelda. I buy it for hopefully Metroid when it comes out. I buy it for Super Smash Bros. I buy it for you know for at the time Monster Hunter. Even the Monster Hunter yeah. before it came on PS3, P, no PS2, they've been mainly now on the Wii and they're mainly on 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 um on. They're fine. They're finally gonna be on the um uh we call it. The uh, the current console. I'm creating names now. Oh my gosh! But yeah, yeah. I but get yeah, you. <laughs> you have it. So but... many different names. The Switch. <laughs> the Switch. But yeah, and and I'm 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 glad that Monster Hunter finally came to PS4 when they when they did with Monster Hunter World. Uh, and I'm glad to see Monster Hunter Rise. I'm glad to see Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Stories Two, Ring of Ruin, Wings of Ruin. I I haven't been playing a lot of Monster Hunter recently because. Let's get it straight. Monster, blame Monster Hunter. You know what you're getting into. They're definite grinds. They're like MMORPGs, with, but you can play by yourself, which you really shouldn't because the higher levels, it's, it's, it's this crazy economy in the world. But I'm glad those are out, man. I definitely buy Nintendo for, you know, for... Um, Mario for def- content. Yeah, for Mario Party, for Mario Kart, for... For all those those properties, right? You, you don't. You're not gonna buy a Switch to play Fortnite. You're not Which, gonna buy a Switch. I mean, no. it's good to have, but at the same time, you're not. You're not. You, your intention. You, when you buy a Nintendo product, right, an item, you you buy it for Pokemon. You buy it for for these for these products. The, the long-standing Nintendo-based games. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, from the NES to the SNES to the 64 to the Wii to the Wii U, which people try to forget, all the things in between, they weren't known for first-person shooters. They were geared yep. towards kids, so they didn't yep. have that material. So I will say, though, with gigantic steps forward um, with the graphics of Breath of the Wild and, and the Zelda games, um, they have taken a gigantic step forward in graphics. And, oh, yeah. And that open-world kind of third-person, um, at least, uh, uh, approach to games. Um yeah, I think Fortnite has been successful on it for two reasons. Number one, it's free. Number yeah. two, if you it's don't want to play it on your phone, 
and you want but you want to be handheld you're going to play it on the switch but yeah people yeah. want to have the 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 xbox or playstation controller because that's what they're used yeah. to playing halo playing call of duty they want to play a first person shooter they want to have a first person shooter, shooter style of controller mm-hmm. however talking about nostalgia and nintendo it was announced the that they were going to start rolling out emulated versions of the nintendo 64 uh mm-hmm. mainstays including the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy have all been uh, released for the yep. Nintendo Switch. Uh, you have to have a Nintendo Switch online subscription and download it for $59.99 with, mm-hmm. for all three games. So that's not bad. A yep. $60, uh, probably about a... Um, I mean, based on digital content for new games, you're looking at probably a close to $180 value you're getting for 60 bucks. I mean, um, so... if you have, if you have, if you, if your list consists of Mario sixty four, you already won. Yeah, Mario sixty four is one of the greatest games of all time. And I not. think that this is only a, uh, it's only a matter of time before Nintendo officially uh, pushes out a full um, Nintendo sixty four emulator uh, for Switch Online. They have done it already for the NES and the SNES, um, where they have uh, the classic. Super Nintendo and Nintendo games available on the Switch mm-hmm. as long as you have a subscription service. The app is free. It's officially licensed from Nintendo, but it's an emulator for old NES and SNES games, and I think a 64 yeah. version is bound to hit. But yeah, which 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 I'm actually surprised of because um, this my, my last um, it'll be my last uh, uh, talking point on that is that before um, it, it's funny because the emulators before when context of, in context of nintendo have always butted heads because yeah like I, I i have family members that have taken their 3ds's and homebrewed it and made their own emulators to play mario 64 on their 3ds and stuff like that before and of course you do that that's you know it, it's illegal you can't do it and but they you know it happened now and so they do anyways so but it's and even with uh during last generation with the wii u and the wii where they where people have homebrewed those uh, those um, homebrew those consoles, yeah, they they homebrewed those consoles and they emulated a bunch of other games before. And so even so, just to have Nintendo, even though it's a small small portion of games, they say that hey, no, rather than doing that, we'll homebrew our own stuff. We'll make our own emulators for this, so we now have control of what we can what we want to put out there. Exactly. So that that's cool. I understand that. And our last note on Nintendo Showcase, or even just having Nintendo. Uh, having Nintendo um, um, focus uh, for this point. Uh, we'll end off on a sour note for me specifically that I, I just heard the terrible, terrible, terrible news that the prequel to uh, to Breath of the Wild. Oh. <laughs> it, it, I have actually, I have some more bad news to add. I just remembered uh, to the uh, to the Nintendo section. Uh, man, I, from, from, okay, so from what, uh, what Kevin told me uh, is, that Bre- is that Breath the wild is gonna be the, the the prequel for it that's gonna be that's gonna happen you know a thousand years a oh, hundred years hundred years during, prior during the calamity uh, during the calamity when when link's asleep and all that stuff a link no link's been asleep for a thousand years i think yeah yes i think so something similar to that i always forget where it is because i just it's been a while since i started the game i thought yeah. that um that um, Link had only been asleep for a hundred years, and it was the calam- he went to bed yeah, like yeah. right yeah. before the calamity. Right. Or something yeah, like that. that's right. 
so, okay, so so anyways, um, the prequel is supposed to is supposed to take place when it happens when the when the actual calamity happens. So from what I'm told, it's being developed not in house. It's not being developed by Nintendo. It's being developed by Toy by Toei Tecmo, For the guys who made the Dynasty Warriors uh, franchise. And uh, <laughs> um, I've played many of those Dynasty Warrior games before in my youth, and they're full-on mindless beat-em-ups. Mindless, mindless beat-em-ups. You go to an area filled with thousands of enemies, and you just attack them, clear them out, and you're done. Nothing, there, there's no um, deviation from, our, from what we got with Breath of the Wild at all. It is... Most likely going to be a full-on Toei Tecmo. It's going to be full-on Dynasty Warriors game. And we, if you've seen Dynasty Warriors, you've seen if you've seen one Dynasty Warriors, you've seen all of them, period. And so, yeah. <laughs> I will link the video from the Nintendo Direct uh, on our Facebook page uh, later this week. That you guys can make your opinion on that. But yeah, it's to be kind of the tell the story of uh, what happened. Um, uh, pre-Breath of the Wild. This is not the Breath of the Wild sequel that they've been talking about. That is still happening. It has been pushed to 2021 because Nintendo did not want to get lost in the shuffle of the Xbox-PlayStation war that's going to happen mm -hmm. this holiday season. But this prequel sounds like it still will make its debut sometime this holiday season. The sequel will come out next year. And the last bit of bad news in the Nintendo world is we can we can ring the uh, we can kind of tow the tow the bell uh, one uh, for the final time. The Nintendo DS has oh, yeah. been discontinued. It is officially dead, and that the standalone handheld Nintendo operating systems that date back to the original Game Boy in the 1980s is now dead. Uh, the Nintendo DS, I believe, came out in the early 2000s um, with a new refreshed version. I think like in 2000. 3DS. Yeah, 3DS came out like in the, in like the 2011, 2012 time frame. Yeah. Um, those games are officially discontinued, which means probably no software updates. Uh, most of the games are still being supported. I, I went back and I actually bought a, a 3DS off a friend of mine um, about... You got lucky. Uh, about eight months ago, um, just pre-COVID, um, because I really wanted to play the old Pokemon games. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had a lot of fun. I played Pokemon Ruby and uh, Omega Ruby and um, Alpha Sapphire, no, whatever it was, Sapphire and Ruby. Had mm -hmm. a lot of fun playing those. Um, and it sounds like, uh, I mean, you can still play them, but you're not going to get the firmware updates for the actual uh, system itself. So... Um, that's kind of a, a downside, and I don't know if they're. You know what that means? <laughs> you, like, well, okay, so uh, a lot of people are probably start hacking them. Yeah, yeah, they've been hacked. They've been hacking them. Oh, I'm so, sure like, they have, but you're actually going to be able to get away with it now. Yeah, yeah now you are. It's it's crazy because my cousin, um, uh, before he uh, he he was one of those guys that bought a lot of 3ds's, right? A lot of the um, a lot of the uh, like the limited edition ones and just the regular 3ds's, and he yeah. would homebrew it and he would sell it, right, for a decent price. And, and now it's just going to take off again. It's probably going to take off crazy now. I, I think so. so. Um, yeah. Now, as we get into the PlayStation 5 showcase, um, I do want to throw out there real quick, um, because I bought it for the PlayStation 4. I did just this past week go out. Actually, I bought it, and if you follow, uh, if you uh, watch or listen to last week's episode, we slightly talk about it, but I hadn't got a chance to play it yet. 
was the new Avengers game, uh, Marvel's Avengers for the PlayStation and the Xbox. I have gotten about an hour into the game, and I know mm-hmm. that isn't. I know it's kind of hard because there's no like when we were kids, it was like, dude, I got to level fifteen. I can't tell you what level I'm at. I think, um, and I don't want to spoil the story for anyone who hasn't played it yet, but I'm about an hour into the game. It's fun. The graphics are amazing. Mm. Um, They live up to the cinematic trailers that we saw. Um, Do not go in expecting to see Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, um, Mm. and Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Um, but uh, they did do a great job at showcasing a different look to the Avengers. It's a different Cap- Captain America. Hulk's Hulk. He's still green. He's got hair. It is kind of weird. My son did not like that Hulk has a beard. Um, <laughs> so um, it's definitely a more 90s, early 2000 taste of Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man's Iron Man. Um, it's a uh, kind of a little play on the bleeding edge suit. Um, Thor, very much old, long haired. It was kind of like if um, if you had the Thor that we saw in the end, in the 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 um, end of Endgame. Oh yeah. But not fat. Um, he had the kind of crazy long hair, but yeah. not fat. He's not bro Thor. So okay. um, like it. Stories, uh, stories, good. It'd make a, it would make it make a good movie, um, but not a lot of action um, mm. for you to play. Um, it's a lot of walking and telling the story. Um, but hard. I will say this: I like the fact that Kamala Khan is the main character. Mm. I thought I'll spoil. It's not even a spoiler because you'll learn about it fifteen seconds into the game. So play it. We'll have a full review probably closer to the holidays when more people have played it. And maybe we'll have a, a maybe like around the time that maybe Miles Morales comes out, we'll have like a Marvel video game episode. So, but yeah. I just want to say my initial reaction to Marvel's Avengers, I give it a an 8 out of 10 so far. Okay. Yeah, it's that's, that's decent. I'll give you that. So, uh, heading to the main topic for me, for specifically the main topic, the big event of the PS for the uh, not real the PS PS Five showcase happened this past Wednesday on the sixteenth. I want to say I'm just trying to get outside this thing real quick <clears throat> on the sixteenth, and they uh, they 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 just came through. They they came through the door blasting. For me specifically, do you watch any of the of the showcase, or do you watch any I, of the trailers? I didn't. Um, I I meant to. It's just been such a crazy, crazy week. I've gotten the bullet points. Um, yeah. I will say it because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. There was a couple of games, um, and a couple of news and notes. And I'm tr- I'm trying to look it up while you're talking. Yeah, Not that oh, yeah. I want to add to our notes, but yeah, I'm um, just gonna I'm gonna go through them, dude. And yeah, it, and, and I'll, I'll I'll fire on when when I hear it. But um, there was. A couple of things I was like, "Whoa, didn't see that coming." Um, so uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but um, the, so a lot of they, I, the thing that Sony has been doing the last what six, seven years now, maybe five years actually, no, seven years now, is that for every I guess presentation they make, right? And I love that they've been doing this. They've been showing nothing but games. 
that's it period right there's there, there is um when you usually go to a showcase right you have somebody up there up the stage just talking talking this is what's going to do this is what this is going to do you know these are present these are our presenters these are you know these are talking heads they just talk right no no for stony now the last the last you know half half a uh, half a decade now they've been showing nothing but games 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 game trailer after this game trailer game trailer game trailer maybe a little bit of talking and then game trailer game trailer game trailer that's what that and that's the, they're continuing that uh, that method throughout this event and so the first game they shown was final fantasy final fantasy 16 an actual iteration now the gameplay that they did this show right said that it was a pc emulated that's emulating ps5 graphics which honestly to me tells me that they have yet there's this this game is very very early development right so because um usually when you do when you have um pc development right out there you do everything on pc anyway right you you develop your games on pc period so that means they got it they just got to build working up and working and they have yet to they have yet to port it to ps5 or yeah they have yet to uh uh, they have yet to prioritize it and put it in PS5 working order, right? It's going to yeah. work on PS5 regardless, right? It's going to—it's most likely going to look that or even better. It's just that right now, a working build is only on PC, and I'm fine with that. But then, yo, they show Final Fantasy 16. It looks very similar. To me, it looked like very similar to Final Fantasy 15, like type of attack style, as well as a combination of Demo Like Cry, Five, which I freaking love, Devil May Cry is like to me is the action is the action beat 'em up game of the generation for me, and so yo you got you got those two type of play styles added on together in a in a Final Fantasy, I'm all for it. I love it. That's that was a big hit off the gate, dude. At the gate, the second one, the second and the second trailer they showed was Miles Morales, Spider Man Miles Morales, and they didn't show just a trailer, dude. They showed gameplay. And they I showed have, full gameplay. I have. Breaking news, probably not for all y'all, but for JR, I have gotten this from two reliable sources. Mm-hmm. One is direct.playstation.com, so right from PlayStation's website. Yeah, yeah. This at launch, which by the way, launch date, November 12th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales will not just beyond the playstation 5 it will be available on the playstation 4 Hmm. it will be available here is the beautiful part it is 49.99 it is 50 dollars, which on market is about 20 dollars cheaper than what most of the next generation games are going to cost you Hmm. the playstation 4 version of miles morales spider-man will have an upgrade for the PlayStation 5 version. So you're basically getting, from what I read, two games for the price of one. Yep. Um, so, which means, I, but correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe this is in your notes, JR, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about it, about Miles Morales. Do you need Spider-Man to play Miles Morales? I'm hoping this is not the case, or because um, <clears throat> this, uh, because... It's not more so this developer, but there has been developer Sucker Punch. They did it this generation where they made a game called Infamous Second Son, right? Yeah. They made one game, right? The main game. And then they made a storyline game, right? That had a character in it, which is its own separate game. But it was oh, like a... Oh, come on. Like, don't do that. What? Oh, it was the same you, stuff like that. Yeah, sorry. No, but like it was its own separate game, right? But it was like... It wasn't... 
it wasn't enough to justify it being its own like full fifty dollar oh, okay, gotcha, package, sorry. right? It that was like a budget. yeah, it was like its own like twenty dollar game or so, right? And so it's probably in that type of sphere. But then if this is a fifty dollar game, that means it's a huge game. And this is this is Insomniac, man. And so if you played if you played Spider Man, right, one of the greatest games of this generation, uh, hands down. And, and you and you know the amount of like just content within this within Spider-Man, then you know you got nothing to worry about with with, with Miles Morales. But what, if you have not seen the gameplay to this uh, to to the Miles Morales game, good God, dude! You talk about like you talk about you know just clear crisp graphics. You talk about reflections. You talk about all the graphical upgrades that a PS5 should be getting. If you compare that game, just the just the beginning scene of them walking through the streets of Harlem, to any to any portion of Spider-Man. Uh, any portion of the Spider-Man uh, game right now, my like a huge difference in between. And so they showed they showed gameplay. They showed they showed him attack. Uh, they showed um I, I forget I, I think it's the Brooklyn Bridge, that was uh, that was getting attacked. Yeah. And, and um yeah they showed that gameplay. That looks freaking amazing. It's definitely is you can't have a Spider-Man anything without you know without a bridge scene. So I'm like <laughs> that's that's just that's just in you know that's that's on brand for me. So uh, yeah, let me just read real quick. Um, let me read this little quick snippet from uh, Polygon.com. Spider-Man Miles Morales will swing in, uh, swing over to PlayStation 4, two Insomniac games, and Sony announced in a blog post on Wednesday. Previously, the game had only been confirmed for PS5. Miles Morales will run a players $49.99 regardless of the platform. Players who purchase Miles Morales on PS4 can also upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version at a later date. While the game won't have the next-gen features on PS4 and PS4 Pro, Sony assures players it will still, quote, look beautiful. So, yeah, what JR is talking about was if you didn't see the initial Sony um, launch trailer earlier this summer where they showed the, I mean, let's say, I'll just call it to use an analogy, very Marvel Avengers-esque computer graphics um for the playstation 5 do not expect that but, uh, but at the same time you and i are probably like the only two people that will go like oh yeah dude that looks kind of fuzzy right there most people are gonna be like dude i mean yeah. like the spider-man game is so yeah. clean I'm, i mean yeah. i can't tell people enough yeah. and i said this last week and i said it the week before or whatever go buy the spider-man game it's cheap right now they can get it for like 30 40 well, bucks i think 20 now 25 yeah it might even be cheaper yeah. Um, but I, I can't get over. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, if for those on the fence, for if you want to buy Miles Morales Spider-Man for PS5, wait until the game comes out and look up the inevitable comparison reviews of the PS4 version Miles Morales and the PS5 version Miles Morales. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. They always do this, probably from IGN or probably from Eurogamer. And you will see the stark differences between how great the PS5 version is going to be compared to the PS4. Not to, not to downplay the PS4 version. If you want that version, great do that it's just more so you will see how much more you'll get per se visually with with the ps5 version and going on to that the big surprise for me the next the next game that was a yeah right I right did not right? see this come this right? is what i'm talking about i did not see this coming and right? this one has my attention the, okay okay so the next it was <laughs> so i love the way that sony did this right they showed you final fantasy hype it showed you spotted man even more hype and then out of nowhere they show you hogwarts legacy what what dude when i first saw this right i'm like ah cool okay so this is this is this is the part of the pro with the project uh, the presentation we're like all right cool 
my hype level is here. You're going to bring me down here, right? To like, all right, cool. It's, it's part of that presentation now where like, I'm just going to taper my expectations. Nah, I, will, I saw the rest of it. It's up here again for me. I'm like, but it's more self-intrigue because did you watch the, did you watch the trailer? I didn't because I knew if I watched it and then my wife found out about it and she and she knew I watched it without her, I would probably be calling my divorce attorney right now. So uh, <laughs> my wife I'm... is a huge Harry Potter nerd. I'm telling you, watch it. Watch it will, after. Oh, we're this. gonna watch this. Yeah. Be um, because uh, okay, so just uh, spoiler alert, my dude. But uh, isn't it looks like it's probably the um, the uh, the fabled or the rumored RPG Harry Potter that we all kind of deserve. Where I thought before, like, all right, cool, it's gonna be a kitty game, you know, it's gonna be something Ooh, weird, something different. That. No, it's not. It's full on realized. No, you're your own character. It's in the 1800s. This is way before the Harry Potter franchise ever took place, and you are basically making your own legend. And you, it's looking like the RPG where you are your, you are a student of Hogwarts, and Very you're cool. just. You're just basically learning all the spells. You're doing all the tasks. You're doing everything way before pre Harry Potter. I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. I'm like, is this just is this an MMO? Is this only to be taken in Hogwarts? No, they showed multiple places. They showed multiple lands. They showed you running on Griffins. They showed you fighting against uh, fighting against um Death Dealers. They showed you. They showed all this stuff. I'm like, okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, this is a. Uh, this is definitely on my list now. I want to see this go more. Now this is part of the, the now the presentation. I'm like, alright, cool. Now I kind of dip in a little bit, right? Because Call of Duty Cold War, and this is crazy to say, Call of Duty Cold War. Like, alright, cool. I'm on my high. I'm going a little bit down now. But they show gameplay of Cold War. Uh, this the uh, Call of Duty is of course a yearly release, right? This one is being made from Treyarch. Treyarch, I think. Yeah, Treyarch. Yeah, they kind of go back and forth. It's like three studios. It's like it's Infinity War, Treyarch, and um, Raven Studio or something like that. It's, it's three studios that do that do a constant stream of Call of Duty every single year. And hey, it's fine. They do millions and millions of dollars. And the the they show gameplay of it, and they show us uh, they showed um just one small aspect. They show one small snippet of of the story um gameplay. And it looked cool. It looked interesting. And then they show. And then right after that, they said that hey, you know, there is a multiplayer alpha exclusive to PS4 happening right now. It's been going on since uh, it's been going on since uh, since Friday. It's gonna end uh, sometime today. This is this is Saturday or no through the twentieth. My, my fault. My fault. The twentieth, and it's only exclusive uh, today. Yeah, it's only exclusive to PS4 users. And so hey, that's that's the, to me. I'm like that's Sony throwing its money around again, and I'm like hey, it's cool. It's gonna it's probably gonna do great. It's gonna do well. What's up? You say something. I was just gonna go back. I did a little research on it because I wanted to make sure I I bookmarked the video to show my wife later first sentence of the recently pu published uh, article on Hogwarts Legacy on warnerbrothersgames.com Hogwarts Legacy is an immersive open world action RPG set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter books now you can take control of the action and be at the center of your own adventure in the yeah. wizarding world so it's Whoa. exactly what J.R. wanted Bam! Experience Hogwarts in the 1800s. Your character is a student who holds the key to an ancient secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. You have received a late acceptance to the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizarding and wizarding, Wizardry and soon discovered that you are no ordinary student. You possess the unusual ability to per, uh, perceive and master ancient magic, magic. Only you can decide if you will protect the secret of the good of all or yield the temptation of more sinister magic. So, this is... 
Whew, this could be opening up a gigantic open world can of worms like Spider-Man did because Spider-Man as what makes Spider-Man so badass mm. is it's a lot. Yeah. You are swinging, you're thwipping through um, downtown Manhattan, going from Brooklyn to, to, to whatever. I mean, you're going all over the place. Doing Hogwarts open world. Yeah. Oh, dude. My, I think I just lost. I think I just got a PlayStation Five, and I lost it in the same thought. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. That's, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, we just both got a PS Five instantly. So, like, uh, like that right there. Then, like, they're doing some really good moves. And for that's Warner Bros. I'm, huge, I'm, bro. And Warner Bros. has it. So, um, the studios. So uh, they're in good hands. I, oh, Warner yeah, Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah War, Warner Bros. Video game studios. Great track record. Well, decent track record, right? Better than most studios yeah. out there right now. And, and we, know, the- we we did see Jr. just a couple of weeks ago um, when we did the Fandom um, episode. Yeah. They showed the graphics from games like the Suicide Squad game, yep. um, and then the uh, what was the other one? Arkham, the, the Arkham, yeah, Arkham, sequel. Arkham Knights, Arkham Knights, and they kind of I know more so the Suicide Squad game. Yeah, um, was coming from Warner Brothers games, I believe. Yeah, I think um, that that was from uh, Nether Realms. I think maybe no, that's I, what it was, but yeah, both well, both of them are connected to Warner Brothers games. Yeah. But I think one was being done specifically. But uh, yeah, I yeah, I just yeah, going going back real quick back I'm, to Harry Potter. I, I think they're absolutely. in good hands. Yeah, there's some good like a RPG Harry Potter. That's the game that everybody's wanting for a very very long time. I I don't want to be Harry Potter. I want to be my own wizard. Yeah, All right, exactly. Here you go. Tell I'm me. Like, Real quick, though. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about this. I'm looking at this because I love. For those of you who don't know, uh, uh, Jr.'s notes. He has. He leaves little comments next to my, his notes. <laughs> All right, you have me, bro. It's the lab bottom of page one. Why are you like about Demon's Soul remake? <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'll get I to that. I just see Jr. One. like a little like anime girl going. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to I'll get to that one. Uh, I just later saw on. that. I'm like, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my dude. Uh, uh, the the. Uh, I I was so happy. I was so happy. <laughs> but yeah. Um. At, right after Cold War, uh, Call of Duty Cold War, uh, they showed another a really interesting game called Deathloop. Oh no, Resident Evil. Resident Evil Eight Village. And it's Resident Evil. It it was it's more so uh, taking uh in taking the style of Resident Evil Seven, where you're basically this guy putting put into this crazy family that held his wife hostage and it's more so first person first person perspective now yeah and it's it's looking in that type of genre and i'm okay with it you know it it's not it's it's not traditional resident evil but at this point i'm okay with, i'm okay with what uh, with what capcom is doing because they gave me resident evil 2 and 3 remake they've given me devil may cry 5 you do whatever the hell you want to do with Resident Evil. You know, you go go ahead and continue to push those boundaries of wanting to do something different. They did it with they they did it with Resident Evil Four. They did it with Resident Evil Two, and so I'm like, just go ahead, do your thing. Just continue to give me, as a fan, the things that I love as well. So with Resident Evil Eight, I'm hoping for a lot of good things with it. It's in the village. It's looking like it's, it's a bunch of werewolves now, <laughs> instead of zombies. So I'm like. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it, right? The and then the the next game right after that is is a game called Deathloop. Now Deathloop is a very the makers of Deathloop are very niche. You know, the, uh, I'm pretty sure you you'll never hear of this game Dishonored. Does that ring any bells? Dishonored? 
just yeah, come vaguely. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's basically the stealth game, right? Dishonored, and it's but it's make it's from the makers of that game. Yeah, and Deathloop is uh, Deathloop is this crazy aspect of like you know when you die, rather than you dying, uh, they're they're saying that when you die, you your restart right is technically a loop, right? You're dead, so therefore the the game knows that you're dead. You restarted, yeah. and you gotta restart absolutely everything. It's what? like this crazy, yeah. It's this crazy little time loop thing where, um, where first you're supposed to kill these eight, these eight, um, eight targets, right? Because you want to stop this time loop. You're always stuck. Your your character, uh, your character here is um awesome, you know, awesome character from what I'm seeing. Very eighty, very like seventies funk style, and you're you're trying to um, you're trying to kill these people off in a certain time frame, but. And, and when he does it, right, when, he, when he first kills this one guy, he goes, yeah, I always kill this guy the same thing and nothing happens. Yeah. So what I got to do is that I got to come here earlier because he went there at night to kill him. I got to come here earlier in the day to, you know, to make him go to this party where this other target's at. And I got to have them be together. So I kill both of them at the exact same time. But you saw this huge gameplay scene of him killing, just going through the, all these enemies, killing this one guy at night. I need to drink more to play this game. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it's like one of those crazy Interesting concept. Uh, but here's the thing about that. The, the crazy concept is this. There is, a, there is a character on there that's actually controlled by another player that's going to kill you. Okay, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, right? And so your death loop is going to have taken contract to that. So it's this crazy cat and mouse game where you as a player has to kill all these eight all these eight like uh, targets, while yeah. one, while one, the other player is gonna cap to kill you. So I'm like, okay, interesting. You, I mean, you have to start thinking outside the box and Absolutely. and going like, okay, we've done this, we've done that, we've done this, we've done that. Um, yeah. How many times can we do a shooter? How many times can we do third person? How many times can yeah. we do a, a racing game? How many times can we do um, a, a whatever? Mm-hmm. And I. Th- Think outside the box. I mean, I know that's what games like, for example, like Final Fantasy did years ago. Years they ago. just said, no, we're going to do this. And, and they've turned it into a whole new genre. It's like, it's almost like its own, it's almost like its own adjective. I mean, yep. when, Absolutely. and I know it's made by the same people, but like yeah. when Kingdom of Hearts or Kingdom Hearts, King, is it Kingdom Hearts. of Hearts or Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts came out. I my, my my sister was trying to explain to me what it was, and all she had to do was tell me, "Oh, it's Disney Final Fantasy," which really is what it is because it's a, it's come from the same universe. Yep. It does it doesn't have a character from Final Fantasy in it. It does. It has and a so lot of yeah. I I think that you know you've these some of these games, like I said, have become their own description, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. Like I said, Deathloop might be a new way to yeah. look at games. So. Which I'm all for, man. Like, I, oh, like, heck yeah. Like, yeah, I'm all for, like, I have to say, man, continue to push the boundaries of what you can do with gaming and, and game design. I'm all for that. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, go and do that. Uh, so, and then right, right after that, another game was announced. Well, it's been announced. Oddworld Stillstorm. And I'm, I played the original Oddworld back, Oddworld back in like PS1. That sounds PS1. familiar. It's an old school game. It's like, it's just, it's like a 2D platformer, right? And it's an old, old game. I'm not. It's not my type of jam anymore. But hey, it's out there. You know, that's that's only saying that. Hey, we we still have some love for the indie developers. We still have love for you know the, I guess the um rather than the the, 
the what do you call it the um the triple the triple A games they have like it's like a like a double A double A type of game tier. Oh my gosh, right? I can't think of it. Yeah, it's it's in that type of tier, right? So right, cool. Right after that, surprise to me when I first saw this trailer, it looked something different. But now Five Nights at Freddy Security Breach was was announced. But if you saw the trailer, you would not think that it's Five Nights Five Nights at Freddy. You would think it's totally something more serious. And that came out. I'm like, okay, cool, interesting. Now, to my game. My game. My freaking game. Demon Soul. Demon Soul remake. Meet the Dark King. Uh, gosh, I, 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 I am in love. So when I first bought my PS3, one of the very first games I bought was this, this, this very niche, very crazy looking collector's edition Demon's Soul game that I bought way back in 2007. When it first came out, 2006, 2007, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I bought it. I played it. And it was hard as fuck. Like, even for the time, dude, I'm talking about this is during a time where it was just, you know, easy, first-person shooter, shoot them up. You go through a room with, like, 80 people with rocket launchers, and you still go out there with that scratch on you, right? Hard. Like, that type of, like, hard level, right? Yeah. This game, right? If you ever heard of Dark Souls? Yeah. Bloodborne? This is the game that, this is the game that preceded all that, right? This even though there was a game before this game, too, that was in the same heart, that was in the same genre, basically. This is the game that spawned off all those games, Demon Souls. And so I go through the basically the very beginning, and it's just a, a newborn babe trying to figure out how to walk when I'm against freaking tires. <laughs> I'm talking about starting level. I just have one small scrawny freaking shield and a sword. And I'm like, all right, cool, I can take down this one guy. I take down this one guy. I go to a boss in that game and get absolutely the freaking destroyed. Destroyed. And I'm now in love with this game. This is when you're first. You ever heard the term, the meme, um, get good, kid? I'm not up on my memes, apparently. Get good, kid, right? Like uh, um, when people say, oh, you know, this game's too hard, whatever, right? And people just respond, get good, kid, right? Oh, this is it. This is oh, where okay. it came from. This is where it freaking came from, bro. Like, get get, get good. That's my it. Used like, to be, my brother used to be like, step up your game. Basically, right? <laughs> That's basically it, dude. And... <laughs> When I tell you the amount of tears that I had when I saw the graphical upgrade to this game here, I'm like, I was going to buy a PS5. But I'm going to buy it specifically with this in mind now. <laughs> and I'm, tell I'm telling you, bro, if you could do me a favor, watch the original Demon's Soul gameplay from PS3 and then watch the remake. And tell me the amount of freaking visual clarity and just upgrade you do not see here. You, you just see on display. And it, it, it's, it's amazing. I love it. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm down for it. I'm even, I'm even okay with the, set, the, the upgraded price of $10 to 70 bucks. I will pay full price for this freaking game over again because of just the amount of like great gameplay moments I've had with just that one game. Oh, yeah. Next game, Fortnite. It's Fortnite, whatever. Bleh. Yeah. Fortnite. I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking like, dang, I wonder how much freaking, you know, I wonder how much Epic Studios paid, paid Sony to put a Fortnite ad in their, in their game, in their, in their thing. I'm like, how much, I wonder how much they paid him, right? And after that, 
what surprised me about it, this is actually one of my biggest surprises of the of the um, of the presentation is that PlayStation came out with their own Game Pass, right? You know how I said before in a previous podcast, I don't know how long ago, maybe our first uh, video uh, podcast. It was like back in like July, I think it was. No, no, it was yeah. in August. Yeah, yeah, right. So like you know how we talked before we talked about that uh, that Xbox they're they're going a different route, right? Where they're where you know their shop be have this few this huge ecosystem of like you play you can play these games anywhere, right? On your Xbox, on your on your phone, maybe on your PC. Like a Netflix for video games. Exactly, right? And I could and that's like my point, like, oh cool, you know, I, I can see why, you know, there's not some crazy graphical upgrade, right? So because you want to play this game on everything. Yeah. And so I'm like, ah, cool. Well, Sony is kind of doing that with this right here. They're doing PlayStation Plus collections where the the second, as long as you have a PS Plus account, a PS Plus account, where um, when you, once you have your PS5, and if you got, I have no clue what to play on my, my new brand new PS5. I'm not going to spend 80 on it. I'm not going to spend uh, 70 bucks on a new, I don't know, Demon Souls game. I'm not going to pay 70 bucks on a new Call of Duty Cold War. You know, I'm got, I'm waiting until I'm waiting until Final Fantasy 16 or you know maybe yeah, Miles yeah. Morales hasn't came out yet. Well, off the bat, yeah, 15 games, off the bat, old school games. Uh, oh, the the current generation get PS4 games, right? The the best ones, God of War, Bloodborne, uh, Last of Us remastered, those games, right? They'll be on your PS5 collections off the bat. All you gotta do, download it. That's it. Yeah, and right then and there, you have 25 new games. That's surprising. Just download it. You have it on your fingertips. So I'm like, cool. That's interesting. That's 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 definitely uh, something to look at. And finally, finally, they showed us how much the PS5 is going to be. The standard edition and the digital edition. Standard edition is going to be $499, $499, the same price that most people speculated. The digital edition, a bigger surprise, is $100 less, $399. Which, Which is, is what like, I kind of expected. Yeah, I was expecting more so like maybe okay, maybe uh, maybe four forty nine, right? Because I don't know how expensive you know a, a, a hard drive, uh, a disc version you know that, that plays you know HD HD Blu Ray players, right? I guess is I guess is a hundred dollars less. No, that, that tripped me out, right? And they're releasing November twelfth in was it seven areas, seven regions. U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, and November 19th for the rest of the world. Um, and I was looking at the compare and contrast real quick between yep. the, the digital and the, the, the benefits of both. Um, and it sounds like to me, um, for those of you who are concerned with um, the all the money that you spent on going digital with your PlayStation 4, mm -hmm. guess what? Good news came out this past week. And I know it was kind of hinted at before, but if you bought digital content on your PlayStation 4, it is now upgradable to the PlayStation 5 on yep. both versions. Um, so I'm, I'll read you some of the bullet points uh, yep. for both versions of the game. Actually, um, before you do that, I had, go I ahead, had sir. One last thing, and this surprised the hell out of me. They they uh, they um they announced one more game, God of War Ragnarok. If you oh, haven't played, if you haven't played the 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 game of the year, 2019 2019 game of the year, God of War, you're doing yourself a disservice. And just now they just announced 
God of War Ragnarok releasing 2021 next year. That's crazy. Absolutely insane to me. Absolutely insane. So, yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> I, now, the only thing that doesn't say, well, I guess it does here, and I'll, I'll bring and kind of compare it to the notes here before we kind of um, push towards the end um, between the Xbox and the um, and the, and the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, not a lot of real big news came out about Xbox other than they announced a new system. Um, we do know, most people know, uh, the main, the big, huge um, uh, uh, tentpole version of Xbox is the one that's behind me right now, and yep. that is the Series X, the Cube. Yep. Um, yep. And people are like, oh, it's so ugly. It's a freaking video game system, guys. It's not a work of art. Yeah, it, That's what it's supposed to be. It's a brick yeah. that plays graphic-based games. Mm-hmm. Get over it's gonna look like a computer it's gonna look like a computer it looks, more like, a, more it's, it looks more. like a computer it look but it still has the same controller guys yeah that's what you know, f- yeah funny enough it looked like remember um how um how uh apple um what was it was it like their apple like consoles before their, their apple computers used to look like for like maybe five years ago it looked like that yeah it looks like an old macintosh yeah old mac right and so so the compare and contrast, guys, for those of you who are trying to play uh, play uh, Pick'em at home, let's take a, take a look at it. PlayStation yeah. 5 versus the Xbox Series X. Like mm-hmm. JR said, both for, both consoles yep. will be $500. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you can tell uh, right there, there is a slot for a actual video game. They have not, as far as I know, have not mm-hmm. announced a digital only system i know there's there's the xbox series s yep that the white one that has like the little like as i call it the little um uh, yeah. bunsen burner on it or whatever yeah. um it's that's thinner? still a it's yeah. thinner but that's not a digital only is it no no so here here's here's the here's the interesting thing right it's um uh, um so it's an interesting this is an interesting take that that, it, that microsoft did right it's like having um it's like okay, so your Xbox Series X would be, or your Xbox Series X would be like having a, a um, what do you, uh, iPhone X, right? Oh, okay. And then having Xbox Series S would be like having an iPhone, an iPhone 10X, and then having an iPhone 10 Mini or some whatever. Yeah, got, yeah I know what you mean. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. and so it, it's not as the, the Series S, right? Is not as powerful as Xbox Series S. And let's get this. I'll I'll get it. I'll just be upfront about it. Xbox Series S is technically right, computational power worth much more stronger is 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 stronger than the PS5. They're I'm, like again, like I'm saying, yeah, they're, going, they're going too. they're going different routes in this now because Xbox Series X there is as they or Microsoft been going a different route, different route. They're trying to have. All their games play equally on all their platforms. Well, while PS5 is specifically going to have its own niche in mobbing, you know, story-driven and whatever they're trying to do with it. And But Xbox Series S is going to be in that middle line where it's going to, you know, it's not going to be 4K. It's going to be like maybe 1440. It's not going to be true 4K. It's not going to have, you know, this crazy frames per second. It's going to have like maybe 120. I got them right. Yeah, most. I got it right here. Yeah. So what Jared's getting to this here's stat for stat. This is for the you for you stat nerds out there. 
Um, so JR said 500 bucks price point, both of them, except for the digital only for PS5. There is no, yep. at this point, digital version for the Xbox. Release date, PlayStation will be on the 12th of November. Xbox is going to beat them to the punch Fire. two days earlier. Mm-hmm. The key exclusives, Miles Morales, Horizon 2, Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, mm-hmm. Xbox, Halo Infinite, um, Hellblade, Forza, and State of Decay. Mm-hmm. Backwards compatibility. Almost all PS4 games, including optimized PS4 Pro titles. Uh, all Xbox One games select Xbox 360 and original Xbox games. That is huge. Three generations of video games will be available on the Xbox platform, mm-hmm. whereas that PlayStation said at best you'll go one generation back. But supposedly, yep. supposedly they are trying to get PS3 games available, but most likely will not happen. They have not officially said it, but it is all but certain that PS1 and PS2 games will not ever be available for the PlayStation 5, but they are not completely ruling out the PS3 games yet. Um, JR said the CPU, it's an 8-core, 3.5 gigahertz, Mm -hmm. AMD's uh, Zen 2 Mm -hmm. uh, for the PlayStation uh, a three point, basically the exact same thing for the Xbox. It's, it's a three point eight gigahertz um, mm-hmm. CPU. The graphics processing will be two ten point three teraflop. Uh, yeah. Both uh, the the Xbox will have a twelve point mm-hmm. Both of them will have the same exact RAM storage. This could be huge. Both of them are solid state drives. PlayStation yep. eight and a quarter gigabytes. Xbox one freaking terabyte, huge, huge mm-hmm. for Microsoft. Yeah, uh, flexing they're flexing that Microsoft money. They're doing I, great on the stock market right now. I, I will say this: uh, it's more so. It's not more so the um, the uh, the SSSD will be different because that's um, huge. It'll, it'll be solid different. state drive. Did they yeah. did the the old sorry did the old gens the the, the the Xbox One and the PS4 have solid state drives? Nope, just regular. This hard is a game changer. Yes, yeah. it's speed. Like, but the thing about the the when it, when SS when SSD comes in this context is more so like not more so save not just saving games to your solid state drive. It's more so how fast you can get that to your game. Yeah, so the one thing that uh that it, they showed Xbox uh, showing you know you can go from your your menu to your game pretty fast, right? Yeah, yeah. The one thing that's that Sony's trying to do to flex their to flex their chops basically is that Sony stuff less than less than 0.1 seconds or less than a second it's instant like that's that's what they're trying to go they're trying to go more so for speed than anything else so even though the even though the xbox have one terabyte of it uh what you can store more but yeah what sony been doing though for theirs is that they want them they're they're trying to lessen um bottlenecks basically in certain parts of the ssd uh, and they're trying to then make it so that you get everything instantly instantly and it's just i've seen some i've seen some of the crazy load times that they've done in just the spider-man game and you you go to the city faster much much faster in there and like i said these these two consoles now are doing separate things now i understand what i understand what microsoft's doing for their drive because they're trying to get you to go more so uh, get more games so you could try to do it in their ecosystem in their economy. What so what Microsoft what Sony's trying to do is just basically make it so that the developer can just work on their games without worrying about load times. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Um 
other than that, like JR said before, uh, stat for stat, they are both rocking up to 8K. They mm-hmm. are rocking both up to 120 frames per second, and they are both flexing a 4K Ultimate HD Blu-ray optical drive for those yep. who choose to go with the optical version. Um, the one thing that Sony, I think, has the uh, the advantage on is without giving up too much on the graphic side, they do have the digital only for $100 less, like JR said, $399.99, so $400. Right. The full version, $500, so head-to-head, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, boom, it's kind of a wash, really and truly. <laughs> <laughs> the digital edition, <coughs> the digital edition is 400 with basically the exact same stats as a except for you might give a hair on the graphics because it's a digital only uh, platform um, because mm-hmm. you're not reading off of an optical drive. Mm-hmm. So you're going to give I mean a hair of graphics, but really and truly with the, the, with how much digital content has come in the last five, four or five years. I mean, Mm -hmm. you look at stuff like what a lot of these platforms have done in releasing movies in 4k or, or, or HDR and stuff like that. What they could do with a digital video game is going to be amazing. I think that the advantage though, a slight advantage maybe on the price point is the smaller inexpensive version Granted, it's gonna like JR said, it's gonna have a more it's the iPhone Pro eleven X yeah. versus getting the iPhone SE. What do you want? The SE yeah. can still send emails, play, you know, Pokemon Go and all that stuff, but that pro can take some beautiful pictures and do this, 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 and this. Yep. The the Xbox Series S is probably for a light gamer like myself to get into a next gen console, but I am probably, I'm going to go with the PS five digital. Sorry. Yeah. I'd love to have an Xbox. Yeah, but, absolutely. At, um, at this, like I'm definitely like, uh, it's, it's definitely gonna be interesting because, um, because both sides have been saying the right things. Yeah. Absolutely. Like in comparison to like what PS four and, and, and the atrocity that was Xbox one was when they first, uh, when they first announced it's definitely, stark difference right in the sense of like uh what microsoft's been doing to this point they're you know i'm rooting for both of them we need we need you know we need competition to keep both to keep all of these publishers honest basically at this point and um for me i'm definitely gonna buy a ps5 uh the digital edition is an interesting is an interesting take because hey it's uh it's one of those they're trying to more so look towards the future and kind of future proof themselves by saying hey if you don't want, if you're getting tired of, you know, housing old, old media, CDs and all that stuff. Hey, we have the cloud. We have the places in cloud. We have, we have, you know, hard drives accessible to you now. <clears throat> and, um, and the cool thing about them is that you can upgrade, um, you can now upgrade your, your, your RAM capacity even faster or your SSD capacity even faster with, with Sony specifically, right? Because they're, they're working with, uh, with actual, with the actual company say, Hey, you know, this is going to be accessible to put on your PS five for Xbox is different. They're going to have their own proprietary, you know, um, or their own proprietary memory slot. So we, uh, that's going to be interesting. We don't, we don't, they don't know the price to it yet. So we'll see, that's the toss up there. We don't know what's going to happen at that point. I'm just excited, man, because it's, it's going to be November. It's going to be November really, really soon. And yep. I'm, uh, let me tell you. Okay, uh, I'll I'll try enough on. I'll try to see if we can try enough on you know on this point. The the pre-orders 
So the PS5 post this event have been atrocious, have been absolutely atrocious. And they've made note of it. They, Sony knows it. You know, we, we've, um, there's a lot of retailers that got up and said, hey, why you got to wait to pre-order with Sony? Just pre-order with us. And Walmart tried it first time. And then since Walmart tried it, every other retailer tried it. And it's just, it just got crazy. It got stupid. I have a friend of mine who pre-ordered the PS5 on Amazon. And they have already said, hands down, they are not going to hit the November 12th release date. Hmm. And it's just, it just shows you. But I think uh, this is, I think of a case is what we talked about right around SDCC at home back in the, in the early summer was kind of like the Funko disaster. Mm. Just, I don't think they were prepared. I just don't yeah. think that they tried to do this big digital release yeah. and weren't prepared. But, um, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's a new, I understand it's a new normal. Uh, and definitely you want to try to see like they, like Sony in essence should have known the expectation for the PS5. They should have yeah. known, they should have seen, they had all this, all this time to basically know like all right, how many how many how many PlayStation fives are you gonna have out during launch, right? They wanted they wanted um, the PS4 launch one million, you know, opening day. They wanted launch, they wanted to launch two million PS fives, and then possibly three to four million before the end of the year, and then like you know for damn well that you can't have all you it's gonna be hard you'll be hard pressed to find all the items or all the or all the parts to basically make a PS5 because we're in a pandemic. Yeah. Like most of that stuff is going to be used to like towards laptops or towards machines that will help with basically saving people's lives because of coronavirus. And so we, they should have known it that in that sense to try to tape expectations, but Hey, they've been trying to hit, they've been trying to hit a deadline. I get it. It's a Japanese thing where they try to make deadlines and all that stuff. So that's its own little, own little um, culture thing. But yeah, um, they, they made, they went on notes saying that, Hey, that's on us. It's our fault. Our bad. We're, we're going to be in contact with retailers and you'll hear from them because basically what we'll give out, we're going to, we're going to allot a certain amount to each retailer and they'll just do it themselves. And I'm telling you right now, most likely the retailers are going to have way more standard editions than they will of the digital edition because every set, because damn well, Walmart doesn't want to send you with just home with one digital edition PS5. Yeah. They want you to go home with one standard edition PS5 with like five games Three different peripherals, um, all of the stuff. They want to sell you. They want to sell you way more stuff. They need to attach. They need yeah. to. They need absolutely. With, with the 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 terminology, having worked in in, in bork, brick and mortar retail for so many years, is called fill in the basket. And yep. a guy AKA, walks in. Attach ratio as well. Yeah, aka it's 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 you walk into store. I need a PlayStation Five. Okay, well you need you know, um, when I worked at Best Buy, I'll use for example, when I worked at Best Buy when the Wii launched, we had at the front of the table when the Wii initially launched. In 2011, I believe it. No, it wasn't 2011. wasn't that late. 2000, I want to say it was 2007. 2000, um, yeah. yeah. 2007. So we had a table at the front, and we had stacks. On launch day, stacks of consoles, extra controllers, the rubber coverings, the, uh, the, 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 the steering wheels for Mario Kart. I mean, everything. We just had, and people would go, we, duh, duh, duh. And people were leaving with the nunchuck, an extra controller, uh, this, that, this, and that, and this. And um, and they would fill the basket. And that's what they want you to, like what Jared says, is that 
Walmart doesn't want to sell you a digital edition. Best Buy doesn't want to sell you a digital edition. If they do, they want you going home with PlayStation points. They want you going home with a PS PlayStation Plus because they get a, a bounty on that. They get about a 20, I think they get a $20 per card cash kickback on, yeah. um, I mean, I guess that's what it was when I was there. When you have, when you get subscription cards, um, you know, when you sold a, uh, when back then you sold an Xbox um, Gold Live Pass or whatever, you got a kickback on it. You didn't get the full value. We Some of it obviously has to go to Microsoft, but you got the margin and you got um, the uh, a, a bounty for it. So same yeah. thing like with, when you sell a cell phone. So yeah, like JR says, they, they don't want you, Amazon don't give a crap. Amazon wants you to, uh, they just want to buy whatever. They want you to yeah. buy whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say this, this could be huge for Sony's um, game streaming, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Microsoft did announce earlier this week that Game Pass will partner up with the biggest video game developer on their platform, and that is Electronic Arts. EA Play will be exclusive to Microsoft Game Pass. So that is coming later this year. So you will have access to Electronic Arts sports games on your Game Pass which will be exclusively on PC, Xbox, and Android devices. Obviously, they're button heads with the big A, Apple, um, over that yeah. kind of stuff. But it yeah. should be interesting, JR. Um, it's going to be a hell of a holiday season. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to be so happy. I'm, I'm just hoping to, to put down a pre-order for PS5. Like, I'm, If I can't get it November 12th, I'll be okay with it. I'll temper my expectations and I'll wait till, I don't know, sometime, sometime before the end of the year. I definitely want a PS5. I'm de- I've been one of those early adopters. I've had I, my PS4. Like, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I love uh, the, the technology as well as just the makings of like what Sony does in their, in their, uh, in their making their consoles because my PS5, my PS4 is the original PS4 I, had, I bought 2016. And it's, or no, not twenty six. Thousand. We're still sitting over there. Yeah, actually, no, not twenty sixteen. I bought this in twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. So it's a seven year console. And so like, yeah, I I know I'm getting one PS five, uh, PS three. I think I went through two of them, and then P, my Xbox three sixties. I I think went through like five of them. Uh, three sixty. I went through two. Both were elites. Mm-hmm. Um, I never. I take that back. I think I got the red ring once. Yeah. Um and took it back because I got the warranty through Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got a new one. I still have it. It's in the garage, probably of no value. But I yeah. bought just because I wanted it, and it was cheap. And they were unloading it because when it came out, it didn't sell very well. And that is the Star Wars edition. And I remember yeah. I was at Best Buy. Um, and as I think it was after I had left the company, and a friend of mine told me he said, "Hey, there's like two left." I went down there. I think I got it for like a hundred bucks. It came with, yeah. for those of you who don't know what the, uh, the Xbox 360 um, elite star Wars edition is, it was top of the line. Um, yeah. It was top of the line graphics. I mean, just blown away. Couldn't even touch it graphics uh, for its time, but it was, it looked like R2D2. It made the noise. It came yeah. with a C3PO controller. That was the only thing that, that broke on me. It, it, it just, it didn't last very well. Yeah. Um, and it came with a, um, the camera, whatever it was called. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I but that, and the reason it came with the camera back then, because it was between when they released the Xbox 360 and when they made the elite Star Wars edition, 
Microsoft had bought Skype, and so they wanted the cameras shipping with the consoles because they wanted people signing up for Skype because it's a service. They it's it's free. It's basically straight cash for a company like Microsoft. So, um, but yeah, uh, the 360. I still have two of them. I have a PS3. I technically still have two PS2s in my garage right now. Mm -hmm. I think I have my brother's PS1. Um, I'm tempted to hook it up. I want to play some old school Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't wait. I'm probably not going to be an early adopter to the PlayStation Five. Um, it just dude, I got two I, kids, bro. Yeah, I know. I've always been an early adopter in most of these consoles. Like I said, dude, I had I had five Xbox 360s, bro. I used to work at um I used to work at a game store before they closed down. Yeah. Um, and um, I I bought I bought a Xbox. There was there was two editions down. There was one with the there was one with the hard drive and one there wasn't. And there like there like it was a, I remember way back when like I had there was a, it came out in two boxes. One was a green box and one was a white box. I got the white box one. Yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah, that was the oh, white one was yeah. the elite. No uh I got no no, I think the green one was the elite. No, got, no, green one was basic. Okay. Green was a basic the, one, yeah. Okay. Uh so I bought the I bought the green the white one and then that was good. For about a year, and then I it red ring of death on me. I returned it, and then I was still working at the game store. And then like, hey, you just want to just trade it in, and you don't get a used one. I did so. That crapped out on me about a week or so afterwards. I kept the same thing over and over again until my fourth one. I was like, yo, I'm I I don't want to. I don't want to use one anymore, dude. Just give me a new one. No, the th- my third one. I don't want to use. I don't want to use one. I'm getting a new one. I got a new one. That crapped out on me in two years, and then I had to buy a new one. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Microsoft, even though from what I'm hearing with Xbox Series X and, and the new Xbox One, they've been doing better. Yeah, I've seen design on. I've, I've seen the design of of their cube. It looks interesting, but at the same time. I don't want to put that on the floor because the heat, the heat sink, the it's getting air through the bottom and going out to the top. Yeah, I. I That's an odd design. Yes, yeah, what I'm saying, and it's the, because the the fan is on the is on the top of it, right? And so the fan's gonna circulate out. And I'm like, okay, it looks interesting, but at the same time, connotations with me for Xbox and and the previous, you know, their previous yeah. line. Not that great, so I'm I'll, definitely I'm not getting the first the first you know iterations of Xbox Series X. I'm definitely getting maybe the you know, third gen possibly, but then PS5 absolutely first day I'll, or I'll try to. But yeah, guys, that has been our that has been our you know our second uh, video our game second episode. video game podcast, guys. And I that- will, I do want to throw some shout out real quick. Um, we didn't get to do this last week. I want to do it this week though, real <laughs> quick. Um, because there was. Some really cool episode uh, issue or uh, um, books that came out. By the way, Jr., we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, we were talking about collectibles and whatnot, um, and I mentioned that the Jolie Jones, um, um, the Jolie Jones Catwoman wedding dress statue from Sideshow and DC Direct was mm-hmm. sold out for pre-orders. Just happened to pop on there this morning to see if uh, if, if the uh, waiting list had updated. Apparently, it had. I have pre-ordered it. It will be here in either November or December. I got the Jolie Jones Catwoman wedding dress statue. Um, it's gorgeous. I'm looking forward to it. It's being it's co-produced by um, uh, by um, Sideshow and DC Direct. 
Um, I, again, I, I just can't get over the fact that I've got that book. They've already taken my money, so they better be sending it to me. Real quick, uh, we mentioned earlier in the show that it is the 1,000th uh, uh, appearance of Batman in Detective Comics this past week when Detective Comics number 1027. People were asking, like, wait a minute, didn't they already do a celebration of Batman yeah. in Detective Comics? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they did, the 1,000th issue, um, which was the second longest running um, single issue, single book um, mm-hmm. in uh, in comic books, the first being Action Comics, which, number one, was the first appearance of um, Superman. Yep. Superman. However, Detective Comics number one was not the first appearance of Batman. That was Detective Comics number 27. Thus, the big celebration this past week of Detective Comics number 27. Um, just want to throw some nominations for a cover of the week out there. Um, JR, your boy, Adam Hughes. Beautiful cover with the Adam Hughes Catwoman. If J. Scott Campbell can give us Mary Jane Watson, Adam Hughes can give us Catwoman any day of the week. Yep. Uh, little Batwoman and Batman action from our boy Stanley Lee, Stanley Lau. Art germ, yep. gorgeous cover. Um, I'll get to some other ones, but I honestly think that Gabriel Delato mm. absolutely just go home. You can't beat it. Yeah, absolutely go home. It is Batman versus Scarecrow. It is the most hauntingly beautiful cover you will see. Absolutely gorgeous. Smashed it. It is so cool. Um, hey, wait. Hey, Medina, Francisco Medina, eat your heart out. I'm telling you right now, is JR, I saw that cover and immediately went, dude, yeah. we have to talk about covers of the week. Um, Jim Lee, the, the team of Jim Lee, Scott Williams, and Alex and Sinclair, just solid. Just yep. um, nothing out of the ordinary. Dude, just don't reinvent the wheel. Just do what you do. I thought I liked I really enjoyed it. Um, Jim Chung uh, and Romulo uh, Fajardo Jr., cool Bane cover. Mm-hmm. But really and truly, I think that the aforementioned J-, J-, J. Scott Campbell, again, don't reinvent the wheel. Just keep doing what you do. Arguably one of the best Campbell covers I've seen in a long time. Batgirl and Batman just, again, simple yet effective. Um, yeah. I enjoyed the uh, Oliver Copil, Copil uh, Harley yep. Quinn cover. Uh, his stuff is always really good. Um, Frank Quietly, Quietly, Quietly? Yeah, thanks. So. Um, cool, kind of. What was that? Uh, Superboys, kind of a, a, a kind of a Superboys kind of uh, feel yeah, to Super Robin. Sun. Super Sons, uh, Super Sons. Um, and then, uh, Mark Silvestri and Brian Valenza cover mm-hmm. pretty cool with the Joker, but my fa- one of my favorites. And because I know again, if he's listening, Ryan Kincaid, next time I see you at a con, this is you all over it. Dan drink. <laughs> the very simple blue Batman blue detective comics, blank cover. I just I love it because it is that just that that faint Batman blue, the very kind of um, just old school uh, kind of of Batman blue as what I call it. Um, mm-hmm. But guys, congratulations to everyone at DC Comics. Um, yeah, I mean, that book right there is the reason why you are DC Comics. It's uh, for those who don't know, DC Comics stands for Detective Comics. 
Um, and uh, congratulations to Batman, Bruce Wayne, the orphan of orphans. Um, uh, I know Superman and Cal L will probably have uh, something to say about that because he too was an orphan. His mother's name was Martha too. Uh, the original. <laughs> That's not please stop. Please. <laughs> I, I had a point, but then I just stopped because you said that. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll let you think about it because I just read something cool about Batman. I got. I want to end on Batman because it's your boy. I'm reading some stuff about the Flashpoint movie. Uh huh. If this is true. Flashpoint could single-handedly just end comic book movies where they where they stand because I don't think you're going to be able to beat the cameos unless Sir Kevin Feige of Marvel pulls one out of his ass and blows up the multiverse. Okay. Listen to the potential cameos that we are possibly going to get in Flashpoint. Mm. It is already con- pretty much confirmed that we are getting Michael Keaton to re- to reprise Batman eighty nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also being um, also talk about uh, talk, being talked about that the fastest man alive will visit the Nolanverse and Christopher Nolan's Gotham City to meet Christian Bale's Batman. Mm-hmm. Also being reported. That DC is in is in talks with Val Kilmer's uh, um, representation. That we're going to find out that the multiple Batmans, the Burton and mm-hmm. Schumer Batmans, uh, uh, no Schumer uh, uh, Shoemaker yeah. Batman was it? His name was yeah Shoemaker. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But they actually existed in different timelines. This, these are that are not uh, except for the Val Kilmer and. George Clooney kind of existed in the same timeline, but they're talking about reading here um, uh, that Val Kilmer and George Clooney and Christopher O'Donnell are all being approached to appear in Flashpoint. Wow. Now, the real wild card. uh, Now, it also is announced that Grant uh, Gustin Really? Barry Allen from the TV show yeah. is all but certain to make a cameo in Flashpoint, much like uh, Ezra Miller made his cameo in uh, um, the uh, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth uh, event on CW, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, you have got to go see it. I believe it's available on HBO Max. I'm no. not 100% sure, um, but I believe it is. Um, but... The big surprise is, rumor has it, that Nicolas Cage, his people have been approached by DC. You ask, wait a minute, Nicolas Cage never played a DC character. He was supposed to. He was supposed to be Superman in the the forgotten Superman Lives that Tim Burton was going to create and add to his Batman universe. So Nicolas Cage would have been Michael Keaton's Superman. So never made it to the never made it to the big screen, but Nicolas Cage could play a older Cal L Clark Kent Superman mm-hmm. in Flashpoint. Uh, I just like I said, it could either be the biggest pile of dog crap you've ever seen in your life, or it could be one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. 
and Kevin Feige, the ball's in your court to make the multi multiverse of madness, the Doctor Strange uh, movie, which is supposed to be the next big movie in the Marvel Universe to address the multiverse, obviously tell by the name, yeah. and that they are, they're already lining up their own dominoes for um, a, a huge crossover event. So I just I read that while I was looking up stuff for um, yeah for the 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 the, uh, yeah. the PlayStation and the Xbox uh, yeah. events, and I saw that I'm like, oh dude, this is gonna kill Jr. because he loves Batman. I don't know how I feel about this honestly. The Michael Ke- I, I understand Michael Keaton, cool, you know, uh, older Batman, yes. Christian Bale, absolutely, but the but the Supermans or or Val Kilmer. I mean, George Clooney? Okay, George Clooney has been somewhat in shape the last couple of years, right? Val Kilmer, though? Not in shape. Nicolas Cage as Superman? I mean, you're going to have to – He's. they're going to have to pull a Kevin um, – what's the guy's name that plays – that does the voice of Batman? Kevin, oh, yeah, Conroy. Kevin Conroy was not in shape to be Bruce Wayne. But yeah. he wasn't playing Batman. He was playing an older curmudgeon Bruce yeah. Wayne um, in the in the in the Crisis on Infinite Earth. So maybe get, you do I, that with Val Kilmer and and Nicolas Cage. Maybe I guess, but it's just I gotta see how this gonna play out because yeah. like you're gonna have to body suit Nicolas Cage then, like they yeah. like they were originally gonna do. Like anyway. they were originally gonna do anyways. That's <laughs> uh, uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. That's the best thing I can say. And the best way to pay, for those of you who are trying to think of what Nicolas Cage would look like as Superman in a Tim Burton movie, if you've, you've never it. seen the movie Con Air with Nicolas Cage with long hair, imagine that long hair he had, but jet black and with the Superman costume on. That's exactly yeah. what he looked like. There, there you can look Google up, Google it, uh, um, and and find Nicolas Cage as Superman, and that and that's what you'll you'll see. Uh, but we get to, like I said. We are JR and I are planning a cinematic universe episode, whether mm-hmm. it be the DCEU or Marvel. Maybe we should start eventually. Eventually, yeah. maybe we'll start something around. Maybe you know, let's circle it after Black Widow comes out. Yeah. So we can I, see where Black Widow fits into the into the universe. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, it, it, we uh it was supposed there was supposed to be a lot of information that was supposed to be released this year, but of course, you know, Corona. Yeah. Corona the, the COVID happened and so everything's been pushed back. And so Yeah. And that's fine. It's just more so uh, that means that there's a lot more there's a lot more things on the back burner and that's yeah. okay. We have that means there will be have way more information coming to you guys, you know, hopefully sometime in the future and that we're going to try to make sense of all this, all this newer information. And I, so, I want to throw the JR's head is about to ready to explode with all this. New information. I, I mean, not really. I, I, I'm, I've been, a, if, 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 like I said, if this was 20 years ago and having, I'd be way more okay with, with, uh, with Nicholas Cage as, 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 as Superman, if it was tw- even 20 years ago, right now though, I, I don't know, man, but Hey, whatever, whatever, you, whatever they need to do, to get to have any type to get of like, my dollars, <laughs> yeah, which is gonna be interesting because like even if you have Nicolas Cage and Michael Keaton on screen for a minute, it's already a million dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, to have Easily. those two characters, the Bruce Wayne that, is, and you have to understand too is where are they going? I mean, obviously, uh, Flash is Flash going to do what uh, is, is Ezra Miller's Flash going to do what Grant's Flash did, and that is a you know it's it's a lateral 
yeah. jump to mult to the, in the multiverse. They're, I don't think they're going to go back in time or go forward in time. So what you're going to see is him address Batman 89 because that's that's the that's Earth 89 is the Michael Keaton universe. For those of you who yeah. didn't watch Crisis on Infinite Earth, they gave name they gave names to those universes. So like Earth 66 is what Adam West is Adam West's universe, um, and the Earth 89 is Michael Keaton. So. Uh, it sounds like uh, Nicolas Cage would be Superman on Earth 89. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be a, a lateral. They're not going to go back to 1989. They're going to be, what is Earth 89 doing in 2021? Yeah. So it so, could be a swollen, call it Kent, who, and, a, and a fat Bruce Wayne who just don't want to fight crime anymore. It's a, yeah, it's a, probably a huge possibility where, like, you know, maybe we'll get a new, you know, maybe we'll get Nightwing. Maybe we'll get, you know, possibly some of the kids. Maybe we'll get a better representation of freaking Red Hood. But, yeah. Oh, on that note, actually, just show just uh, when you have your point, I'm going to show you my covers of the week. Okay, real quick, speaking of, uh, of characters casting, too, big news by Marvel, going a little diverse, uh, casting a, a black actor to play um, – uh, uh, Kang the Conqueror will be reportedly the villain in Ant-Man 3 being played by a, an actor from The Bloods 5 which was of course one of the last movies that Chadwick Boseman was in yeah. thus making it most likely that Reed Richards will also be casted as an African American character because Nathaniel, I did my research I was jumping around all week long Nathaniel Reed is the futuristic-esque father technically of he's from all over the place king the conqueror is nathaniel reed correct which i think so yeah. i thought that's what it was i read that king yeah. the conqueror is nathaniel reed which is technically the father from the future of reed richards i don't know marvel's get when they get into time travel they get screwy yeah, yeah so, they do. Yeah, um yeah. we'll have to do some research on that but yeah they, they yeah. uh the actor um i can god i just had his name and I lost it. I'll have to find it. Um, but yeah, it is all, it's like 99% uh, announced uh, that um, Kane the Conqueror will be the big villain in, um, I should have left this in news and notes, but that, that was what I was trying to remember earlier, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll save it for another time, but uh, yeah, uh, big news. Uh, that's a huge character to be in it. And uh so yeah, show me them covers because you usually get the sexy stuff, dude. So let's let's see what you got. I just got two for it. Just got two. Ooh, I just I'm got loving the, that Wonder Woman. I'm looking at that Wonder Woman behind you, by the way. Oh yeah, the Wonder Woman's the Middleton. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah, have yeah. that one. I just Hellions. Hellions. Hellions three. Hellions number four. This is a pivotal cover. It's an awesome cover. We're featuring the Goblin Queen herself, Madeline, Madeline Pryor. I think it's Madeline Pryor, unless this is um because it's supposed to, Madeline Pryor is a uh, is a clone of Jean Grey. So I'm pretty. I don't know if it, it is Madeline Pryor or I wonder if this. I is think Jean it is because I, I just say it looks very much Jean like if Jean Grey and like Red Sonia had a love child, yeah, basically. And then I have the black and white edition. Black and white oh, edition. I love the black and white sketch covers. Yeah, this this is the one in twenty five percent variant. This is my this is my biggest pickup for the week, man. I've been really kind of kind of kind of keep it on the down low for my picks because I'm saying a lot of stuff to CGC. Dude, Candace put in a lot of stuff to CGC and she's got it back. Holy shit. Oh, I, nines? Yo, dude. Yo, yo. If you can follow my sister, if you follow Candace at 
her uh what is it what is her instagram I'm just it's like her. comic collector hangry yeah, collector or something like that yeah the hangry collector right and so let me just find it right now i'm just gonna we're gonna we're gonna link it anyway but here you go i'm gonna put it right here where are you where are you where are you there she is you can follow her at v v hangry h a n g r y collector on Instagram. She uh she's been trying to get back into posting more about yeah. you know comics and food, but you know work COVID. She's a nurse, so yeah, that's what happens, guys. But yeah, follow her. She is gonna start posting a lot more like just CGC stuff, guys. And so yeah, it's it's been crazy. I've been trying, trying to sell. I'm just give, trying to sell. I was trying not to give Jr. a heart attack with how I was putting stuff into my bag. Dude, no, that's dude. Uh, oh yeah, actually, show the thickness of the tent yeah. of twenty twenty seven. For those of you who don't know, I mean, it, it's it's typical that of these anniversary issues are mm-hmm. um, are huge, huge covers, and I they don't. Uh, this is one hundred and forty four pages. Mm-hmm. This is an unusually large um, book. Now, Detective Comics one thousand, Action Comics one thousand, the eightieth anniversary. Of Joker, Robin, Green Lantern, and Wonder Harley. Woman. Harley as well. Harley, uh, and um, I don't know Harley. No, Marvel Harley, Com- no. and and um, Marvel One Thousand. All the big anniversary yeah. books. All it was a stretch, but um, in the 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 I don't know what they're called. It's it's a special name for the bag and board combination, um, yeah. but it could fit in a bag and board. Detective Ten Twenty Seven does not fit in a standard or. Uh, non-standard bag and board. Um, did, uh, magazine. This is a magazine bag. This is what. Um, uh, let me get the the, the camera yeah, back off real quick. We'll end on this real quick because I know we're running a little long and we really got to the good the good points. And again, mm-hmm. I want to thank everyone who wa- watches the YouTube version. Uh, to get stuff like this, the exclusive like this. So here is it's the, the DC Black magazine style. This is the, the this is the style of bag that it is in, um, and that is what Detective Comics 1027 is having to be put into. And you're thinking, yeah. well, Kevin, that doesn't that, that that's too big. Well, you actually can fit um, four of these 1027s in there, um, and uh, I I know that there is a version, a, a bag and board that does fit these large yeah. anniversary because these are, are essentially a large trade paperback. Yeah, they're basically um, trade paperbacks. Yeah. But I think uh, for those of you who want, I'll, I'll double check on my sources. But if you go to um, ECW Desert, Desert Oasis Comics, yeah. Sid usually has the larger bags. Um, mm-hmm. On a typical comic book, which is, here we go, what is typically like about a 27-page comic book, mm-hmm. um, the larger bag and boards, I think they call them a Silver Age um, bag and board, or maybe it's a Bronze Modern, Age. No, Modern um, Age, Modern Age. But anyways, you'll see a little bit more of the, ba- on a standard book, on a standard 27-page um, comic book, you're mm-hmm. going to see the a little bit of white uh, on the side with the, with the with a standard bag and board. Um, and it's maybe a little loose. I believe Sid stocks those um, regularly. Um, if not, you can go online. I want to say they're specifically. I'll do some research and I'll post them online later. But I'm, I think that they are called a Bronze Age 
or a Silver Age uh, uh, um, bag and board because the those books back then were a little wonkier in size. Yeah, yeah. The, so. the um the specifically the Bronze Age one because of the because of the parchment paper they had it it eats into it would eat into the back the backing board and so you would have they had different backing boards back then. Yeah. But I had so, down. I think this is the cover of the yeah. week. I think that that's cover of the week right there. Delato, it's Delato, dude. Yeah, Delato is Delato has been amazing. So when he does any type of books, man. And I know people are start... seeing how I'm handling these books right now. They're fine, dude. They're uh, they're 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 trade paperbacks. It's okay. If Delato goes back and actually does a freaking, uh, like he he did it before, but he, if he does an, another incentive cover. It's gonna, it's gonna freak. He's gonna kill the market, man. Oh. He's gonna just kill him again. He did, he did incentive cover for Thor, which I do have, Thor f- six or seven, and they did okay. But I'm hoping for another one. So possibly female. The female ones, the female, his female ones are always off the chain. So yeah. yeah. So um, busy week, guys. Um, if you have any uh, ideas of of. Uh, storylines or subject matters that you want jr and i to cover <laughs> hit us up ps comics i love you at gmail.com send us a line um and we, we'd love hearing from you guys about ideas i love hearing interacting with uh some of the listeners i talked with um kevin oh, i can never remember his last name the other kevin from you comics on, what you see yeah and he yeah. was giving us some great feedback um and he was talking about uh He's just like, dude, you guys have just so much information, and and it was really appreciated. Um, uh, it just he... quick, quick thing. Uh, off off topic. You might need to black out his name when I said that. Because I don't think we we say last names on the podcast. So yeah. Okay, but uh, not nah, and uh, but shout out to him for listening. Shout out to by the way again, Chick playing all of our episodes in Comic Asylum, and I know that when Sid comes back from vacation uh him and i are going to talk and he's possibly going to air these uh youtube videos um in uh the the store because he does a lot of the video content yep. inside so um yeah just give us some ideas i know jr is going to be frantically working for a subject matter for next week um because i know he's not you think you got one <laughs> all right I we'll leave it as a surprise mind. we announced the, the video game part due on last week's show so we'll leave next week as a surprise i almost like being surprised too as the co-host <laughs> i was on the golf i actually had forgotten yeah. what our topic was even though jr had texted me throughout the week saying dude you see the video game video game and i'm thinking why are we talking about video games and then it kind of hit me when i looked at the uh, the rundown this morning i was like oh crap yeah we're doing video game part two <laughs> so um but uh nice. yeah anyways um Thanks, guys, for all your support. Again, go to anchor.fm slash PSComics. I love you. Show your support there. Um, subscribe. Leave us a review or anywhere that you listen to um, your podcast. Also, go to YouTube.com slash WildThing2331. What's up? Your freaking Pokemon decks, bro. I just hear that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, go to uh, YouTube.com slash WildThing2331. It's my YouTube channel. Or you can follow the link on uh, on all of our social media accounts, and uh, like, subscribe, uh, and comment on the videos. Let us know what you like, dislike, uh, what you'd like to see coming up in the future, and we'll take those into uh, into heart. Uh, but yeah. we love hearing from you guys. Other than that, I'm Kevin Pillow, the voice of Reason Twenty Three, the man over there next to me. I'm Jared Kapuhun, aka the Dark King. We'll definitely catch you guys next week. 
on the new edition, on the next edition of PS Comics. I love you again, guys. Thank you very much for all your support, all your love, all your feedback, guys, and please continue to support us. We thank you so much for everything. Peace. Peace.